Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. And uh, we thank you. And now, a programming update on YouTube at Ball and Buds. Join us live at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, for our combat sports special on November 11th for UFC 295. It will also be, by the way, November 11th is Veterans Day at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. in the West Coast. So join us live featuring your UFC and combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G, plus yours truly, the sports professor. So join us live for all of the UFC, MMA, boxing, combat sports action, as well as Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou, the Boricua, Amanda Serrano, putting up her championship as well as have his thoughts on what the future is for all of those fighters and future fights. You will not want to miss it for these awesome, awesome fights and events. We love you, fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Subscribe on YouTube. And as well, go join at The Bottom Line Sports, The Bottom Line Sports again on Facebook. Join our group. And you can watch the Bottom Line Sports Sundays and Tuesday nights. Clubber D. You see that? Clubber D, what do you guys say? Don't be dusty. Don't act like you didn't check. Don't act like we didn't just tell you. Okay? Watch it live. But just watch it. So I'm asking. YouTube.com at Ball and Buds. B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. See you there. Bam. This is going to be a hum diddly dinga. You know, at the start of every episode, they always have that uh, that previously voice. Previously. That's what it sounds like. Previously on Family Guy. Oh, are they? They're doing the previously thing. Uh, 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 do, do it again. Do the do a very ominous sounding, very, uh, you know, omnipotent, god, angry, you know, telling us some uh, information what happened in the last episode for those catching up. Previously on Family Guy. So that's what it sounds like doing the previous voice. Just get it low. Get a little bit of rasp to it. And that's all there is previously on the Ball and Bud Podcast. Ball and Buds is back. I'm a UFC and combat sports expert. Let me tell you, no one on planet Earth knows the UFC, MMA, and boxing, aside from Daniel Cormier, like this man right here. Star of the show, your favorite UFC and combat sports insider, soon to be, by the way. If Daniel Cormier, you need a new co-host, Clubber D is ready. And and, and Cormier, you know... We would work well together because, for starters, you know, you don't like to change somebody. But first thing I tell them, look here, brother, we need to have that talk. Let's get that hairline up out of there. All right? We already know we know you're kind of light up there. I've been there. I know how it feels, okay? Go ahead and handle that, and then we could be, you know, the Ball Brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's D.C., D.C. squares. You know, it is what it is. He's from Louisiana. 
My parents are from Louisiana. It's 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 a it's a match made in MMA heaven. So you know, I got you. And uh, Omar, you forgot to let them know. Okay, I'm also the after the fact king. So if I'm wrong, I'm right after the fact. Okay, so okay. sometimes oh. I might say the wrong thing, but in hindsight. Wow. I was actually meaning something else. Okay? So I was actually going to set that up. So even if you're 0 for 20, what does that mean for your predictions, my friend? That means I'm 20 and 0 on the other flip that side of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you see a girl at the bar and you buy her a drink and she doesn't take the drink, you don't get mad. You just double fist. Okay? So oh. you still win. You know okay. what I'm saying? You got to be on the bright side of things. The after the fact king, I got you, Cormier. Okay? I got you, brother. I, I respect everything you've done. You are a Hall of Famer. But all I do know is we need a DC squared MMA show on ESPN. ESPN, holler at us. I'll get you the contact information for Clubber D, the combat. Hey, y'all saving money. I'm with it. Y'all cut just about everybody. Y'all need some new blood, some new old Yo. blood. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yo, we, we don't want that much. Sure. We ain't asking for that. Yeah, I'm not asking for that. I, I, I'll, I'll go, you know. Trust me, I'm dusty. I'll, I'll, I'll take anything. A, a million between the two of us? We just yeah, need to have yeah, our- We'll take it. <laughs> Easy. ESPN, come holler at PCS. Don't nobody care about any of those things. Who the hell cares? Don't nobody want to hear about that mess. We're all here to listen to Clubber D, the Combat G, the Tinder, OK Cupid, Black Planet, Me Henta, Farmers Meetup, Christian Mingo, Match. I am the original swindler. I've been to Maine to Miami. I've flown from Miami to Montana. I rode a bike from Montana to Maui, all on your mother's dime. Now let's go back to your favorite combat sports duo and your favorite UFC, our ball and buds UFC insider, right? Let me make sure we get that straight because people have been trying to come and steal them. People have been trying to deactivate ball and buds on Facebook. The man has been trying to come get us because they're trying to get you, Clubber D, to come to them. And we're not letting you leave unless it's ESPN. So, my friend, welcome. What do you have to say to the people? You know, first of all, the people out there, thank you. I love all the emails, all the all the gifts. I've, I got flowers last week, you know what I'm saying? Somebody sent those over. You know what I'm saying? There's some nice edibles, you know. They were, they were great uh, edible arrangements. Sorry, I got you on that one. But, you know, it's, it, it's great, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, you thought, you thought, you know, a little woozy on Bourbon Street. Uh, let's not <laughs> Clubber D has brought back the meaning to the bricks. We ain't talking about you being in, in New Jersey with the outsiders no more. That's no, right. no, 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 no. You, might, you might see Reggie Noble behind me. You, Red Man might just bust through. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Pause at that side of the wild. Out, out to Red Man. That's right. Pause on that. And a shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. 
you know we love you both, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. Also, again, welcome, Ball and Buds. We are here live for what used to be our UFC pre-shows because we go live before every UFC pay-per-view, but it's turned into more of a combat show because everyone kept emailing in and saying we wanted more of Clubber D's, not only UFC, but boxing and MMA analysis. So before we get started, I want to give my shout out and the crew at Let's Talk Sport doing big things for the whole community, bringing all of us together. It's an amazing time, that shout out, and the amazing work. That being said, let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. All right, let's do this. He's with the millions. It's that world heavyweight flow. Championship belt wrapped around my waist. Yo, I got that Ric Flair figure flow. Slam you on the pavement. That's why they call me Street Pro. Create heat on beat flow. Like Jordan after the second time he three-peated folks. Get ready, set, let's go. Like toe to toe, release the flow created by this mic pro. Lights, cameras get low. Action pack, back to back. In fact, this monster will go. Y'all better let him know. Man with the master plan, and you have no need to know. Heart like winter cold. Bust these fools, anything less than killing whack rappers is a crime. I stay trying to get mine. Stacking value, packing venues, winning overtime. Ain't no fine timeline. Open your eyes, you're looking for the best, and this is what you find. Game is only for the bold. You can't prepare, now get ready for the show. Introducing, from parts unknown, your UFC and combat sports insider, Clever D, the combat G, and the sports professor. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, all of you fans, friends. We love you. Thank you for joining us here again. It is the Ball and Buds crew. You know us best. We are here again for our combat sports special featuring the star of the show. He is your UFC and combat sports insider, Clever D, the Combat G. You know, How are you doing today, my brother? Omar, usually I'm a little happy about this, but I don't appreciate whoever's running the YouTube page. And thank you to all the people that have been watching. I think we gross amount of people from the last show, but I, I, I don't appreciate the, the short that just came out um, of someone golfing that looks like me. That wasn't me golfing, okay? Yeah. So I just don't understand why somebody would do that. Cause I don't golf like that. I was trained by Tiger Woods, so it just I'm, I'm outlawed in, in top golf and, and a couple of different places. You know, I'm amazing at golf. I would never golf like that. So whoever posted that, that's not me. I'm just saying, and I would not wear the same shirt as that that imposter. Anyways, I would not wear the same shirt twice. But let's get the show started. How you doing, Omar? What's going on, man? He said outlawed from top golf uh, as as the post came from uh, uh, someone. I, I, I don't know who did it. I, I know none of these things from what happened. So whoever posted that must have hacked our account. Um, that being said, what shirt are you wearing right now, my friend? Oh, this is this, you know, West Side Gun, Pray for Paris, you know, it's, he's got an album came out, this this shirt, uh, it's come from a couple albums ago, but you know, I, I, I like Rizelda, you know what I'm saying, I like good music, instead of that junk that some of y'all suckers be listening to. Is there a 187 on the back of that shirt? Uh, excuse me? Is there the number 187 on the back of that shirt? 
this is a combat and uh, martial arts and boxing show. So we need to get to the script, okay? We need to get to the script and the opening. I shout out, agree. shout out to the opening. Uh, who's who's it? Who, who who did the who produced it? What's, what's uh, the let's talk sports. Let's talk sports. There we go. Dan I'm, Harris. Um, uh, we're we're partnered with Let's Talk Sports. Um, our founder. Uh, Dan Harris, we thank him for everything that he did when he was with us. Uh, he did an amazing job, um, and our prayers are with uh, his family and all of his close friends. We toast to him, and we will let's talk sports. We will keep it up and running and alive That's in funny. his honor. So that being said, let us kick this off. Shout out to everyone else at Let's Talk Sports, including the Bottom Line Sports crew. You can check us out every Sunday and Tuesday. Uh, Sundays at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern for all of the sports talk. That being said, the next time you will catch us here at Ball and Buds for the Combat Sports Special will be UFC 295, 11-11. So you know only good things come with all of that, including Veterans Day and including a very big surprise for all of you, our friends and fans. So just be prepared and wait for the big. good news it's on big. that. Um, while you're at it, go ahead and smash the subscribe button there at Ball and Buds on all of your channels. And now let us go ahead and kick this off. I am yours truly, the sports professor. Company, we have a huge, Ooh. huge, huge, huge card this weekend at UFC 294. We get to see Alex, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Mahachev Part 2 and Kamaru Usman versus Hamzat Chemaev. And so that's right. going to be a huge card, and we are going to get to it, all, your all of our fans. But we know that you wanted us to talk about some other things first, and so we want to go into some boxing first, and we will get to the huge UFC card in just a couple minutes. So... Clubber D, let us start off with boxing. The biggest news in boxing this week. Please tell us fans uh, and everybody here what that was. Well, <clears throat> after 37 years of amazing fights, okay, and I'm going to talk about your parents. Amazing fights on TV. Showtime is done with boxing and MMA. They are done at the end of this year. Um, apparently, they might uh, still put on the... Uh, will promote the pay-per-view in 2024, or they may have fronted PBC the money. But PBC has left Showtime. They do not, Paramount bought Showtime. They don't want boxing anymore. There's a, a gazillion reasons on why, you know, uh, one of the reasons, you know, not putting on good fights, fighters not fighting, inactivity of the top fighters. Um, so basically, the, the, the everything's going to change in boxing, okay? When, when HBO, about five years ago, was done with boxing, uh, top rank went to ESPN. Okay, and who knows what PBC or where they where they're gonna go? And you gotta remember, PBC has a lot of top fighters and a lot of fiber fighters that people like to see fight. Okay, like your Deontay uh, Deontay Wilders, your Earl Spences, you know, uh, upcomers like Frank Martin, uh, Javante Tank Davis. They're all under the PBC banner. So even though they don't like to fight anyone outside of their own organization, where are they going to fight now? So there's a lot of rumors, you know, there's, it could be Amazon, it could be the zone, it could be both. But right now, after 2023, they have no home. Their, their home is right behind me with these bricks, okay? Because they're going to be homeless, you know what I'm saying? They'll be out there struggling and grinding on the street. It'd be like that. They'd be hanging. I, I saw Oscar the Grouse the other day. He owes me $5, but that's another story. But let's, let's keep this thing moving.
Oh, the mute got you. The mute got him. That's the first of the, of the day. The first of the mute master. Yep. And you know what's funny is I just told myself, I went to mute it, and I was like, he's not going to talk for that long because it's the first question. You should probably not mute yourself. And I muted myself anyways and then forgot. All right. So anyways, <laughs> I, the mute master is live. <laughs> this is crazy, right? Showtime. You know, we give you the jokes on Showtime, right? I, I mean, after, first of all, after 37 years, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, going back to our childhood and even further mm -hmm. back to that, our parents were, were watching boxing and things like that when they were younger. You know, um, those days are over now. There's no yep. more showtime. There's no more. And it's like, and I know streaming is the new thing these days, right? Cable yeah. is, I mean, pretty much dead as we know it. Um, uh, so streaming is the whole game these days. Um, and so that's where, where is the highest bidder who has the most amount of money? But also, as you mentioned, there's another factor to this, how quality are the fights, right? It's not like before one of our favorite eras that we talk about mm -hmm. all the time, the Hagler and the Hearns and the, and the Duran, or even the, you know, Mayweather and the uh, Cotto and Pacquiao and things like that. Um, so how does that play a factor? How does the uh, degradation of fights, how does the quality of matchups, how does the um, abstaining of mm -hmm. people, you know, staying on their side of the, of the street, as you like to say, right, yeah. playing their corner, saving their O, right, making the most money they can. How, does, how did that play a factor into this decision? Well, Shakur Stevenson said this a while ago on The Breakfast Club. He basically said that uh, Mayweather kind of ruined it for boxers nowadays because Mayweather – um, before he was um, Money Mayweather, he's pretty boy Floyd, and this guy fought like seven times, eight times in a year, you know what I'm saying, to build his name, you know, and now fighters, are, and then after we turn into Money Mayweather, he's more more, uh, more or less uh, only about the big fights. So now these younger fighters that don't have a name like a Mayweather or somebody even five notches under him want the big money fights, and these big money fights won't happen unless you build your name, build your brand. Somebody that has done that, you look at uh, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia, even though he's never fought any world champion besides Tank, got that big fight with Tank because of his social media social media uh, sure did. Uh, yeah. popularity. You know, this guy, yep. he has millions of IG followers and TikTok followers, things of that nature. He, he branded himself to get to that level. That's he cool, sure but you yeah. need the boxing skills. And what they need to do is go to the grassroots of boxing, Build somebody up. Showtime used to work with NBC. Messed that up. They used to work with Fox. Messed that up. They need to go back to, I'm sorry, uh, PBC did that. They need to go back to the grassroots, start fighting on free TV, build a star, then go to pay-per-view. Nobody should be paying for uh, Andy Ruiz versus uh, uh, Luis Ortiz. That shouldn't be a pay-per-view, you know what I'm saying? Or Andy Ruiz for Chris Ariola. Things like that. That should not be a pay-per-view card. You got... Uh, Caleb Plant going against uh, Benavidez. That's borderline pay-per-view, and that's a pay-per-view card. Borderline. Okay, yeah. and we'll talk about the, the 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 Charlo card, but also the product that, that's on pay-per-view. You want me to pay $80 to watch somebody run for 12 rounds? No, no, sir. Not going to happen. So that's no. the problem. What's going on? Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, and that, that it's, it's crazy that as you say that analysis – we see that play out live on TV this past weekend with Misfits Boxing oh, and Lord. the whole, you know, shenanigans that was Logan Paul versus Dylan Dennis and KSI versus Tommy Fury and all these other no-name YouTube stars that, okay, cool, it's for 
the non-fans or the you know social media people that don't really care about boxing or the sweet science or sports in general. It's more just for, oh, okay, this person has – like there was one guy on there, um, a Mexican fighter that I had never heard of, and mm-hmm. he had like – like millions and millions of followers. And I was like, first of all, I've never heard of you. Second of all, what do you do? Third of all, you're not a real (laughs) boxer. So like, what do you do? Like, what is your real job? How do you have this many followers? It pisses me off when that, it doesn't piss me off. I'm just like, how? I don't understand. Anyway. So we see that that was a, just a, basically a sham, a mockery, just of everything Mm -hmm. that boxing is. But what are your thoughts on that and how that whole event out played out and how that shapes into boxing so this is this is what needs to happen and i would say uh jake paul does this a little better when he has his fights he has had uh amanda uh, amanda serrano had her showcase the women boxing you're gonna do this that's right she had called me the other day but my phone was off i I didn't have no minutes but um so when you have a, a a freak show fight where people are gonna just just watch. Okay, famous famous uh, Jack versus uh, famous John. Who cares? They do this boxing match. Showcase other boxers, kind of like when Mike Tyson would fight. He'd have Christy Martin fighting. You know what I'm saying? He would have. You got yep. if you're gonna do that, showcase other boxers so people can that person can get a buzz. I think uh, Jake Paul when he fought Nate Diaz, Snoop's cousin, who's an actual boxer, it's a young kid. He's really good. I, the name is slipping me, but. He was showcased, okay? So, okay, so you can you can do that, but don't have Logan Paul against Dylan Dennis when Dylan Dennis is, t- falls down, lays down, tries to pull guard. That's basically a jiu-jitsu move when you're on your back, have your legs up. Pause, that sounds wild. But, you know, you lay down, have your legs up as if Logan Paul's going to start grappling with you and you're on the ground. This is boxing. You, you try to put him in a full uh, 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 front, uh, a guillotine choke. You, you try that. Um, so it's like, what, what, what are, what are people paying to watch? Okay. This is play boxing. You don't play box. You actually box. Okay. Shout out to KSI. He at least takes it kind of serious. You know, he fought, uh, uh, Tommy Fury, um, uh, in the main event. And, you know, it was, uh, Tommy didn't look that great, but Tommy hasn't fought nobody. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it puts eyes on everybody. I'm sure everybody was happy in Manchester. Cause I guess, it was, I guess it was Manchester versus London, uh, the battle of no season food. But, uh, you know, it's just I don't it's not a good showing for the sport, because if I'm a casual fan, if I'm if, if Sally that goes to Wegmans or Margaret that goes to Giants or uh, Samantha that goes to uh, Publix, are they going to if they if they tune in to watch this fight and they see that mess? They're like, oh, that's what boxing is. I'm right. not going to watch this crap. So, right. It's 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 not good on the sport. I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not at all. And it, 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 it was crap. If you really wanted to look for any of the sweet science, there was only really, and my degenerate behind uh, had this running on uh, on my on my phone. Um, I so I was I watched it in and out, and I and I saw pretty much most of the matches that they had on the card, and it was an embarrassment of people that could not box. A bunch of people on the internet that while putting up a good effort and having a good time that's all it was was just like a like a party it's called misfits boxing Mm -hmm. it was just it was ran at 55 dollars a piece um the reports came out today that dylan dennis who only by the way landed 16 punches to um logan paul's 108 uh was paid over a million dollars 
for this fight. I mean, they sold out Manchester. They had those those guys. They I'll give the British boxing fans are way better than American boxers because this the problem with American boxers they're like oh that wouldn't have, yeah no one would have no, showed up. No have have it. In America, it's it's oh man, tanks the man, takes the man. Oh, yeah. Do you buy a show? Do you buy a fight? No, I, I illegally stream. Do you go to a fight? I ain't doing all that. So we don't support our own here in America, but over there in, in, in the UK, they support their own. So props yeah. to them. I mean, I, I'm not going to hate too much because they're, they're 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 doing numbers on their side, but for us, it's like, what's going on, man? Jesus Christ. You yeah, and, and, and I mean, as I mentioned earlier, aside from Tommy Fury, who wants to be a boxer, but oh, has proven Lord. in his fights that he's – He's not his brother in, no. in in the least. Who we'll get to in just a second, um, you know KSI either, right? He, he he at least he at least he trained and seemed to have put up a better fight for him too. He's just like moving like this the whole entire time, and I'm like, dude, can you just like calm down and and get a good guard and a good defense going on? But anyways, um, there was one kid on there. You mentioned unseasoned food. Uh, uh, this kid called Dean the Great or something like that, um, or Dean bad. the Dream or something. Uh, first of all, he was the best boxer on the card. Yeah, by he's far. not bad. Uh, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. He has a great defense. He has good agility. He was sliding out of the way real quick. He got like the, the Floyd Mayweather type, ducking out the way type mm-hmm. moves very quick. Um, had a very good counter jab, um, but he's a little small. Uh, but after the fight, he, he was giving, <laughs> he was talking to the uh, to the announcer, asking him the questions. He was like, one thing, he was like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the Prince of London or whatever, whatever. And, but one thing, Y'all need to do because I can't deal with this. Y'all need to start seasoning your food everywhere yeah. I've been. And they started booing. They're like, boo. And he, he had the audacity to say, I, I hit harder than Tank and called out Ryan Garcia and, and all these other people. And I, I'm like, sir, you're not allowed to. Don't like, I understand you're fighting somebody that is below you and your level is very low. You might look good, but if you fight a real boxer, uh, you right, know, right. He wasn't fighting a real boxer. Yeah, you, you, you'll wake up and you'll be in a shadow realm. You'll be wondering, around, oh, where's Frodo? You know, you thought, you thought you put the ring on, looking around and stuff. You'll be in the darkness. So it's like, don't, don't do that. It's you can get hurt. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's they like to. Uh, it's cool for promotion, but in reality, you'll get humbled real quickly. So with all that being said, with HBO Showtime out the game streaming on the rise. Um, but also horrible boxing on the rise while less quality boxing is on the decline. Um, how does all that play out? And what do you see in the future of boxing over 2024, my friend? Ooh, well, when you say horrible boxing, you know, we have what's going to happen next Saturday with uh, Nganu and Fury. And you might as well so, go on because that was the next, that was yeah, the next question. Yes, I'm transitioning right into that. So um, we'll get to who Fury's going to fight after that. They already announced it. But um, you know, with with that with that being said, <sighs> heavyweights might have a chance because Fury, I'm sorry, Ngannou has power. He's knocked out everybody. He's knocked he's knocked people to heaven, down to hell, then back to reality. He's he he, he does, when he hits you, it's ridiculous. Now, <sighs> will that happen with a real fighter? Absolutely not. Um, and Gano's a big dude. He's like 6'4". He's a big guy. You know what I'm saying? One of the most feared feared men on the planet, okay? But Fury is 6'9", and that is a seasoned boxer. That is, Fury is high-level boxing. Um, with that fight, uh, I, I was I was wondering if I can save my, who I'm going to pick, my club banger for. Um, I might save that for a, for a short. Who knows? You know, I don't know. Should I, should I say it now? Who I think's going to win, or should I wait? It's up to you. It's completely up to you, my friend. Oh, you're bouncing uh... back to me? 
I'll, you know what? Okay. Let's get the people what they want. Get the people what they want. Okay, I'll give, I'll give you a club banger. Let's go. Fury. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Not yet. Let me know when you're ready because I'm not sure how many rounds they're scheduled for, if it's an exhibition or, is it, or if it's an actual fight. Um, um, it's just – it's def it's it's on uh well let me get you all the details here real quick all right so it is on October let me pause this real quick can you hear that what I just played did you hear that somebody you could okay because I couldn't I couldn't either so that's kind of weird all right so never mind the soundbite didn't play so I'll go ahead and just announce it it's October twenty eighth uh-huh. um and so they are going to be fighting in uh, Saudi Arabia. Um, it's a 1 uh, p.m. start time, um, and it looks like it is going to be – actually, they don't have the rounds here, so I think it is uh, – I thought it was it 10 be, rounds. It might be 8 to I thought 10 it was rounds. 10. I think it's 8 10 to 10. Rounds. Yeah, I can't, I'll can't. i find the correct so, answer. Uh, with it being Saudi Arabia, you know, I already know that, that – you know what? That money's over there, and I, I love it. They want to put on a good fight, so let's, let's make it happen. But to let you guys know something, the fact that they're fighting at – one and then the main event probably won't happen until five means that they don't care about America and their timing. You're going to adapt to us because that's perfect time for them, probably. So that just means they got the money to where they don't care about the outside, maybe American market. They got their market already. It's, they're getting UK and uh, in Cameroon, where he's from in Africa. So um, we're going to say that 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 fights eight rounds. Fury will allow that round, allow that fight to go similar to Mayweather and, 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 and McGregor. He'll, he'll Fury will allow it to get to, I say six rounds. Fury will allow it to get to six rounds, and then it'll be over with. It's, it's ten uh, rounds, by the way. Ten, ten rounds. rounds. It won't go past six. We're lucky if we get seven. That's 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 my opinion. And Fury, if he doesn't get him about it there before, then that's, that's if I was Usyk, I'd be loving that. But I'm saying that right now, if 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 Fury does not get him out of there around six or seven, just give the people a show. That's a wrap. Shout out to Dale. That's my man. Yes, yes, yes. And now I figured out why that sound bangers. wasn't playing. Clubs, bangers. Yeah, clubs, bangers. Clubs, bangers. There we go. There we go. Yo, clubs, bangers coming through. Like I said, it's going to, it's going to, if you're allowed to get to Clubs, bangers. Shut up. I know. Yeah, be quiet. He's going to go and go. But, uh, but yeah, so he'll allow it to get to six or seven rounds. That's about it. It's it's not okay. gonna it's not gonna go too far. Um, yeah, I think we already yeah. knew that anyways. It's a cash grab. I think we pretty much knew your answer. I think everybody knew your answer. It's just another way for people to make money off of boxing um, uh-huh. that don't necessarily. Uh, care about boxing and Fury has shown himself even though he's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time um, he's showed himself not to care about boxing and that it's more about making money and a show to him than it is about the actual uh, skills or the actual now can't take anything away from him he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a great champion the lineal champion so that being said let's get to an actual fight we will actually see his skills and possibly actually get the what hold, could hold be. Hold on, no. you, you got a question in there. You got a question in there. Uh oh, we got a question. We got a question. I in did there. not see the comments. Oh, what are we sipping on? Clubber G coming from the snail. Well, Damn. first of all, I don't know who Clubber G is. I don't know who G is. I don't, that's not me. Maybe wow, doesn't even shout, know your shout name. out to the homie. Shout wow. out to the homie G. But uh, what am I? First of all, we were talking about Tyson Fury. This is a big segue, you know. So I'm keeping it British with the MF Doom right there. If y'all can see that, hope y'all can. Okay, all right. Uh yeah, so, it's blending it a little bit with the uh bricks, but yeah. Yeah, it's but 
I'm keeping it ethnic with the Uncle Nearest. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the Uncle Nearest. Okay. All black sure. everything. Taught Jan- uh, Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. If y'all know, you know. So yeah, Fury versus Nganu is October 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern. And recently, we had, shout out to the other stay on all the 703 boys. We see you. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, we had the huge uh, um, announcement, excuse me, of Tyson Fury signing to fight Alexander Usyk. So this is supposed to happen. It, again, it's not fully uh, completely done, but if it does happen, it's going to be early next year. And yeah. this is, you know, one of the greatest heavyweight fights of all time we're talking. Um, so give me your thoughts more on this. Um, I can't wait for this fight to happen. I might fly out there. I got a couple of Habibis out there. I got to talk to them. But um, so with, with this fight, we will find out who is the baddest man at, at, at heavyweight division. We will see who mm. is the undisputed champion. Technically, Tyson Fury is the undisputed champion because he had the belt and then, you know, he had the whole uh, test of positive and the mental health breakdown, all that stuff after he beat Klitschko. But mm. I cannot wait for this fight. They're saying maybe January or February, if I was Francis Ngannou, I feel a certain way. How are you going to announce a big fight when we, we got our business going on? But, you know, that is what it is. Uh, I, I won't do my analysis too much on this just yet. Y'all got to wait for it. But um, Oh, yeah, that, that's coming up later. Yeah, that's yeah I'll come up later, and you'll be shocked at who I pick. But I feel like I feel like this. This fight needs to happen. It's supposed to be an all-heavyweight card. They've done that before and just, just show off all the heavyweights. I believe the fight against Nganu will have all heavyweights on the card, so that's mm-hmm. pretty cool also. That's how you build names. People are going to watch. Yeah. They want to see knockouts. They want to see fighters. Who should I look out for? So they're doing the right thing. Um, the only thing I'm pissed off about this fight, the Saudis, they got the money, and they want to see the fights, and I love it. However, and they're getting old. Oh, yeah, because they, they got the bread. Like, hey, if, if you – Look, pay me. I'll play cricket. I'll play soccer. I'll go over there. You know what I'm saying? I used to call. I used to call the Black Flash back in the day. Zero right there. That was me. The that was Black. Black in 1987 before I messed my toe up and got a prostate toe. But um, so, anyways, what I'm saying about about the boxing. Only reason I'm a little pissed off about this is because Joshua and Wilder wanted to fight each other, and that's not going to happen. And I was going to be on this card. I, I, I kid you not. They they if you if you charge a hundred dollars, I pay hundred dollars for this fight. That would have been the fight. best card. The that would have been the best card. They, they can't figure out the, the particulars with the money. You know, one person wants this, one person wants that. I don't care. I just want to see them fight. I want to see Joshua. You you you, you Great Britain uh, uh, freaking Lex Luger going against the string bean uh, Deontay Wilder, and Wilder got all the power. I love Deontay Wilder. This man has knocked down or knocked out everybody he's fought. Okay, I've never seen a, a fighter like this. All right. Besides myself, so the latest, back in 1982. But well, go ahead. So the late. What was your fight name again? <laughs> my stage name was Stretch Mark, but that's another story. Let's go. Let's keep. No, you know, no, your fighting name. Uh, oh, my fighting name. Uh, yeah, you said it last time. Yeah, I'll I, I, be forgetting sometimes. I'm Anyways, black, black. I play quick. Um, so speaking of though, all right. So Fury versus Usyk. Uh, the latest reports coming out today out of the zone are saying that it's April. Is going to be when it's going to be the fight. Good grief! Yeah, they said they they probably won't be probably won't be able to get it done till then. So it is what it is. But it's really going to be an exciting, exciting fight because you have two, uh, you know, champions, former champion, whatever you want to call it. They both been champions, uh, as we mentioned. Uh, Fury is the lineal champion now, right? But Usyk, well, you know, beat Joshua for the titles. So this is the biggest heavyweight fight I'd say probably in what the past ten years probably, or something like that? Uh, thinking about heavyweight fight, I would say Wilder versus Fury was a big fight, but it wasn't no, for was all thinking, the belts. That was probably the, but, the uh, other I would say the biggest fight for heavyweights, oh, yeah, it's been 
it's been quite some time, you know. I mean, it's like Lennox, Lennox Lewis and Evander Lennox Holyfield, Lewis and Tyson, uh, Lennox Lewis and Holyfield. You know, we had uh, even uh, Riddick Bowe back in the day, the going Ooh. against Holyfield. Those those were amazing fights, you know. So. By the way, yes, I read a, I read an article uh, that had an interview with Evander Holyfield this week, and he said that his toughest opponent was Riddick Bowe. Now they also had a trilogy together, so that might be Brooklyn. Yep. But, yeah. If you remember, right. the, the fan with the with the with the little. Parachute came in when they were outside in Vegas. Yes, yeah, yes. Man, yeah. Yes. I that, forgot uh, all about that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he crashed into the hairline. It was like it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, it was like getting rid of that. Like Michael Tyson got rid of your ear. So, oh my god. <laughs> um, young kids, if you don't know about Mike Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ears, go check YouTube. Uh, it was crazy. That being said, um, going from that really great fight that we hope to see in the future to a really great. Ch- a champion versus champion fight that we saw in the past month or what we thought was supposed to be a great fight, but actually turned out to wah, 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 wah. Cover D, Canelo Alvarez took on Jermel Charlo back uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, it was a complete domination. I'll let you speak on it. What are your thoughts on this fight? Well, with that fight, being, with, with that fight, okay, so there's a couple issues wrong with that fight. Um, you had Two undisputed champions, which is great. However, uh, Canelo was at 168. Charlo was at undisputed at 154. You're yeah. asking the smaller man to come up to 168. Cool. That's two weight division. Boxing is a little different from MMA. Okay, in MMA, if you look at MMA, their the weight classes are weird. I'll, I'll touch on this with the Kamaru Usman and the Hamzat uh, Jamaya fight. Okay, from 135, 145, 155, only 10 pounds. Uh, from 155 to 170, that's 15 pounds. From 170 to 185, yep. that's 15 pounds, and so yep. on. So it's hard for people to move up in weight, okay? Kind of like Terrence Crawford, which would be another video talk about fighting Canelo. Stop that. So, And really quick, before you move on, mm-hmm. uh, hold that thought. Remember where you were at. Hold that thought. I got you. I got you. Um, how, does that, how does that affect? Because that most, most you know people that aren't true fans may not understand They'll say, oh, 10, 15 pounds, what is that? But in boxing, in wrestling, in MMA, how big is a 10-pound, 15-pound weight difference? Oh, it's, it's it's humongous. It's humongous. I mean, if if I'm at 135, which I haven't been since 1932, if I'm at 135 and I fight somebody at 145, okay, how if I'm used to fighting at that weight, I come in and make the weight at 145, and I'm probably walking around at 146, 147, Maybe, maybe 10, 15 pounds over, I cut down and get that at weight. That's fine. How do I hold the weight? Will I have the same power that I had at 135? The guy I'm fighting who's normal at this weight, he might come in fight day 165, 170. Arturo Gotti was notorious for doing this, for making weight and then weighing 20 pounds heavier on fight day. Brock Lesnar cut weight to get to 265 and then come in to fight against Randy Couture, damn near 300 pounds, when Randy Couture is only 240. So weight and how you hold the weight is a big thing. Canelo versus Charlo. His nutritionist told him, I want you weighing in around 165 on a certain day. He didn't come in weighing that. When he weighed in at uh, on fight date, he was same weight as Canelo. So he wasn't following what his nutritionist wanted. Mm-hmm. You can't hold. Of course, Charlo is the bigger guy. He has the frame to hold the weight. But it's how you hold it. Pause if this sounds funny. Right. He was going around the waist. Okay. That that didn't when I saw that the way and I was like oh that doesn't that doesn't look good okay you know what I'm saying he was 
He, he looked kind of doughy around the waist. He was in shape. Don't get me wrong, but how does your body hold this weight? When Canelo fought uh, uh, Amir Khan and knocked him out, Amir Khan, because they fought at a catch weight at 156, Amir Khan was moving up for 147. He said that Canelo came in weighing as a cruiserweight. Okay? So he made weight at 156 and then ballooned up to like 190. Amir Khan right. barely made that weight. So it's like, it's, it's a mix match. It's a mix match when that stuff happens. So when people in the fight game, just put it like this, there's weight classes for a reason. There's a reason why Mayweather's not calling out Deontay Wilder. Okay? There's a reason why Mayweather stays where he's good at. And then he used to drain people also. And then not to get into it with boxing, Canelo's notorious for this. Rehydration. Okay, I fight you at 168. You can't rehydrate 10 pounds right. on fight date. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there's a lot to this. And same with the Volkanovski-Islam fight. We'll get into that. There's a little rehydration uh, issues with this, which I'm not liking when I'm when I'm reading, but I don't know the particular when it comes to that, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a perfect segue. We might as well go into it right now. Thank you for that in-depth review. Oh, I mean, what else did you have on the Canelo, uh, Charlo? Anything else on that? Oh, I'll put it like this. So the reason why uh, Showtime doesn't want to mess with PDC is because yeah. when you say two undisputed fighters are going to fight, we want to see a fight, not one person who's ready to fight, other person have track shoes on. Don't run for 12 rounds. Act 12 like you rounds. Fight. Just ran. And I thought, and the problem with this fight is Canelo, oh, something's happening. I see it. I see it behind me. Uh, what is going on? It's right, Flo. But it's, it's, so the thing is, like, Canelo, you're the bigger guy. You should bully him. You should not You should not let him, that fight go that long. The seventh round, I know who's running. Cut the ring off. Canelo, Canelo doesn't have good footwork. We all know this. So he should have cut the ring off and ended this. I thought it was be a knockout in the seventh round, and I'm saying that because you're the bigger guy. You're supposed to bully him. Yes, right. he ran. You cut the ring off, make it small for him. Make the ring small for him. I thought well, it was going to be a knockout. I called knockout. He got knocked down in the seventh round, but it went to distance. So Canelo, to me, didn't look that great in, in the outcome of that fight because that's a smaller guy coming to weight class. He's supposed to take him out easily. So, you know, uh, and Charlo, you just wanted the money and you admitted it after the fight. Why are you calling somebody else out after you fought? Calm down. Right. <laughs> Uh, relax. Right. You weren't you weren't even close and you won another fight? Yeah, you Terrence Crawford. You ducked Casa Zoo. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Ian, Get who's a here. loyal listener. Man, Ian from Australia. Tim Zoo, Zoo's son, is now the WBO champion of at 154. So so Charlo okay. is not undisputed there anymore. We go. He won the belt. So uh Charlo, like uh, my thing is this Canelo, yes, he won, but he fought somebody who hasn't fought in a year, coming off a hand injury with no surgery, who's moving up to two weight classes. So right. Come on now. And so how does that how does that make you feel about Canelo's prospects and what do you see him uh you know possibly doing next? Does he actually ever fight the Benavidez fight that we, we really that want? Or want is okay, so where does he go next then? What's next for Canelo in 2024? So Canelo, this is the thing about Benavidez. He's six two, he's a full six two, and he's bigger than Bivol. Big boy. Oh, reckless. Wow. And wow, wow. But um he's a he's a, he's a bigger dude, like damn near heavyweight. And can get down to 168. Canelo cannot, he's gonna bully Canelo. What is Canelo gonna do to get him? Get, oh, wow, another one. Get him up off him. You know, does he have the power to get him back? If Bivol, who is uh, Bivol's, uh, sorry, if Bivol, who is Benavidez's sparring partner, can. Oh, they're sparring partners. I didn't yeah, know they were They, they, they sparred together before. And you see the picture, oh, okay. Bivol is like a little guy and he's a weight class higher. So, wow. how, if, if Bivol bullied Canelo, what the hell do you think Benavidez is going to do? That's why they're not wow. having him fight him. That's why he's ducking him. They're already talking about 
the older the older Charlo who's fighting Benavidez's brother on the same card of Benavidez's Andrade fight, you know, Jose Benavidez. So Canelo, we saw the tweets. Should I should I get into the tweets with, with a, a certain person, or we gotta wait? Yeah, for my, no, that's fine. I mean, I mean, I, you're welcome to bring up whatever you want. So this is my thing. Canelo said he wants to fight in May. We all know it's not going to be Benavidez who's fighting in, in November, uh, Black Friday or Black Saturday, whatever it is. Is that Black Saturday? Could be Brown Saturday. Who cares? But uh, he's fighting uh, Demetrius Andrade, another person that Canelo ducked. They're fighting in November. Now, Benavidez will be ready by May to fight uh, uh, Canelo on, on uh, what is it, Cinco de Mayo, the day after my birthday. Oh, yeah. But he's not going to go that route. He's already talking about, oh, Charlo. I might fight the, the other Charlo who hasn't fought in two or some years who's going to fight on the same card, fighting Benavidez's brother, moving up in weight class. So, and now they're saying, Canelo, now, and, and Conor McGregor and Canelo are going back and forth on Twitter. So what? I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Are we planting the seed? Is he going to say- Wait a second. Wait a second. Conor McGregor and Canelo are going back and forth, just like Canelo said, oh, I, I'd fight Jake Paul if, if, if it was right. So it's like, come on, bruh. How many times are you going to start ducking the people you're, you should be fighting? Like, if he's going to do this, that's fine. Take the belts away. He should not be undisputed. Take the belts away. This man has been interim champion for the last, what, two, three fights. Benavidez lost his belt twice because once was on a scale. He didn't train right. That's on him. Second was a substance abuse. Something was in his blood, a recreational drug. It's, it's it, You know what? Accountability. However, he's a true WBC champion. Now, Canelo's talking about fighting Jaime Munguia, another great Mexican fighter, a young kid moving up from 160 to 168 on, on a Mexican Independence Day. I think it was uh, September 15th or 18th, something around that date. But why are you fighting these guys moving up? You have business business to take care of right now. So that's my mm -hmm. issue with Canelo. That's my issue. So, yeah, Conor McGregor and him are going back and forth. And I'm like, if they do a Conor McGregor versus Canelo, I'm going to be so pissed off. Like, come on, man. And so is that really what could happen, though? Because we know that Conor um, uh, is, was supposed to fight Michael Chandler, at least, and then that mm -hmm. didn't happen. Um, but people were hoping that he would come back to MMA. So could we see him say, no, I'd rather go get the cash grab like I've done before against Floyd and go boxing? But would Canelo want to do that? Would that stunt his his uh prospects or does he just have nowhere to go because it seems like kind of he's between a rock and a hard place if he doesn't want to lose his titles well for connor um connor wants another big fight like that because uh when he did fight floyd the reason why that fight was allowed to happen the ufc got a big chunk of that 100 something million that he got for that fight mm. so that was a big fight and we were all there down in clearwater florida you and my brother yes, had this stuff when, when mayweather came out Everybody want to be gun ho America, but when Mayweather come, when Connor came out, everybody thought I thought we were in Ireland. I thought, like, wait a minute, I thought, right? I thought, this is America, like oh, so <laughs> it's different when it's got different color. Another story, right? But um, so yeah, so Connor against um, uh, if he fought um Canelo, it'd be a big cash grab. You know, people like us will talk about it. I might show up there because you know I got my, my I got a new toe, my toes I can fly with my prosthetic toe, but um, so. Would I watch the fight? Yes, I'll watch it, but it'll be another thing like the Mayweather fight. Can he, how long will, will, will Canelo allow Connor to be there? And Connor, I feel, is ducking uh, USADA, who's not working with UFC anymore, because they're like, you know what? We don't want to uh, drug test you no more, okay? 
Connor was like, I'm not doing, I'm not getting into USADA pool. So the issue between USADA and ULC, USADA looks like USADA was calling ULC out, like, hey, Connor's not listening to us, yada, yada, yada. And because uh, it's obvious that he's juicing, you know what I'm saying? He's the guy's swole. He's like probably 180 pounds right now. But um, they, you, it looks like ULC has chose Connor's side over USADA. So they're not going to work with them as a, uh, the, the dope agency uh, as far as drugging, uh, t- drug testing their fighters. So I guess that's going to be a thing in the past, USADA, and now they're with a new organization. I'm new. So it feels like uh, the UFC has said, you know what, drug testing, cool, but Connor's a bigger star. Connor has all the money, and we'll make that rock. Yeah, and so, I mean, that that was some really big news that came out this week as well, that, uh, you know, UFC had dumped USADA for uh, Drug Free International. Um, mm-hmm. who's going to be their new provider of the drug testing for the, all of their fighters and all of their events. Um, and so, as you mentioned, right, it was the UFC taking the side of Connor over um, USADA. And Dana White even said as much on first take. He said, you know, it was USADA's, you know, mess up, ep up, basically. Um, uh, so do you know any more information into that, uh, into why? Uh, them and Connor were beefing, or what happened in that situation between them well, and Dana I know, White? Or? I know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chandler was pushing for that fight because that's a lot of money he could make for that mm. fight, of course. But right? Connor hasn't jumped in the pool, and they have strict rules of, as far as like what what he needs to do to be part of this uh, USADA and how he can fight. So they have they show up, they'll show up anywhere and drug test you. Um, a lot of fighters like to wait a while, get the stuff out their system, and then say, okay, I'm ready to fight. USADA's been reaching out to him. Connor's just been ignoring him. So if you don't play by your, our rules, then no, you're not going to fight. Wow, okay. Dana's like, no, no, let's play by Connor's rules, not yours. And same thing with Mayweather and Pacquiao. Nobody's bigger than the commission. Pacquiao wanted, I mean, I'm sorry, Mayweather wanted strict rules with Pacquiao, make sure he's not doping, you know, things like that. That's why that fight took forever. It was like, oh, I'm not going to fight him. He could be dead like Roy Jones Jr. said, I don't care what's in your system, I'm gonna still knock your ass out. Okay, so if you're sure of yourself and your skills, you could be doped up perfectly fine. You can still feel pain. It doesn't stop pain. Okay, right. It doesn't like like people hate Barry Bonds. It's a hot topic. Okay, Barry Bonds. Yes, he juiced. Okay, but they didn't give him hand-eye coordination. That didn't help with that. Right. If you if you don't let other batters take uh, take Ritalin and other uh, ADD drugs so they can focus harder, so they can hit the ball then you know what's the what's the problem so that, right. that's no i i mean i agree if you're gonna let some people juice you gotta let everybody juice or, or exactly. nobody at all that being said we got a question here from our boy flow shout out flow in the bottom line up, sports flow. check cowboys on uh, roll yeah check check them out tuesday i said i said them i tried to say them with a straight face like I, i'm not on the program <laughs> check us out sundays and tuesday nights sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, the bottom line sports. So he says, is uh, Pat, now that now, he said, now that you're speaking of Pac-Man and Mayweather, is this rumors about their rematch legit? Well, there's rumors with that because Mayweather, Mayweather's doing something that I don't like. He's messing the sport up a little bit. He's going to fight on December 9th, apparently. Uh, same day as uh, Devin Haney versus uh, Regis Pro Grace, uh, which is going to be a great fight on the zone. It's going to be on pay-per-view. I'm going to pay for it because I like both fighters. I'm a big fan of both fighters. I'm going to support, unlike some of y'all dusty people. But um, so the rumors, either Pacquiao or uh, Mikey Garcia. 
nothing's in stone. I haven't seen anything okay. in stone yet. Well, they're saying Mike, Mike Garcia is obviously younger. Um, and he Wait, was, he made Mayweather, right? Made yeah, Mayweather, Mayweather right? versus Mike Garcia. That's possible. You said back, you said back, yeah. Oh, my bad, my bad. It, it's, no, you're good, you're good. Uncle Nears be giving me sometimes, but uh, yeah, so it's Mayweather versus either Pac Man or Mayweather versus um, uh, Mikey Garcia. Now, Pac Man, I heard, is kind of worried about playing basketball for his country. So I don't know. If he's like talking about the Olympics. Come again? Yeah. Say yeah, what? The Philippines. He'd be balling like that. He'd be hooping. Wait, wait what? He'd be hooping. He's the president and the best basketball player in the way. Is he's he the president he, he, too he, he, or something he, he, like he'd that? He'd be hooping like that, you know? If it was hot take Jake, he, he'd probably think he would score 30 and, and 15 dimes a week. You know what I'm saying? I do not suppose to know anything about Filipino culture, although I do love all my Filipino friends. Shout out. Uh, to my hey, Filipinos uh, family. Lupia, eat that Lupia. Oh, and and all my people. Shout out to the Filipino folks out there. Yo, shout out to, uh, and this is a good shout out, by the way. He's probably not, wa- he's not watching. Uh, uh, Matthew Pascal, uh, a former supervisor of mine, been in the Air Force for like 25 years, still in. Shout out to him. Uh, I want to uh, save in our country every day, but he made me Lupia that I have for the first time ever. This is like 20 years ago. And it was amazing. Uh, we won't talk about the rest of that story. Uh, anyways, uh, that being said, so, okay, so it is possible that we can see another run of this cash grab, even though that it wasn't good seven years ago when it happened. <laughs> you know, you know, I went to one of my close good friend's wedding that, that day. Um, um, I would, I don't want to say his name, but you know who you are, but um, Mr. Brown, but uh, Mr. Brown. I went to the wedding, was in the wedding, phenomenal wedding. Love them, love them, love, love the Brown family. And uh, I DVR'd that fight because it was the same day as the of the wedding. Mm. And I woke up the next morning, uh, got myself together, you know, uh, <laughs> drove up home and uh, watched that fight while drinking a Gatorade, trying to get my thoughts together on what happened the night before. And uh, mm-hmm. it didn't live up to the hype. Like everybody was like, what is this? You know, like we waited this long for that. It's not like Earl Spence and and uh, and Bud Crawford. I've been waiting five years. The general public probably hasn't been, but that fight finally happened in five years, and I loved every minute of it. Okay, after the first round, Crawford was on that ass. You know, Paul's you know, that sounds reckless, but reckless. Crawford was wow. on it and knocked him out in the seventh. So I love that fight. This fight, uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao, not so much. And also, if it's December 9th, a fight of that magnitude, I feel like they would kind of be already promoting it right now. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I'm yeah, like, eh, it's a little know. too close. Another question from Flo, real quick before we go to UFC 294, is who does Canelo need to fight then to solidify his Hall of Fame career? Or is he already a Hall of Famer? I guess. Oh, I think he's he already. So yeah, that's he's, what I thought. He's, so he's, he's Hall of Fame. He, he's, he doesn't need to beat Benavidez then to be a no, Hall of Famer. Then. No, he's the first Mexican fighter. Uh, born Mexican fighter to be undisputed. He's been uh, uh, weight, uh, champion in multiple weight classes. Now, when you say, how does he rank against the other top Mexican fighters? Uh, no, he's down in the list. You know, okay. Morales, wow. Guerrero. Uh, We're going to have Morales, to do a video Guerrero, on that. That's a Julio video. Right Chavez Sr. There's uh, so many fighters hmm. that are way above him because they didn't do those weight restrictions. They fought all the top fighters. They weren't scared of nobody. Okay, yes. He has the Mexican style of going forward, yes. Yeah. But as far as like a top Mexican fighter of all time, hell no, no, no. Wow. He's not up. He's oh. not up there because the, Barrera, uh, um, Morales, um, just uh, just off the head. Uh, Man, we need to do a video senior. on that. We need to do I mean, a video on that. When, he, when it comes to that, like that's why Andy Ruiz was the first, you know, Mexican 
uh, a heavyweight champion, not, not Mexican born, but still Mexican, you know, uh, uh, lineage. I don't know the proper terminology, but his parents are Mexican. He was born in America, but he championed uh, at heavyweight. So that was a big thing when he beat Anthony Joshua to get those belts. So, you know, the Mexican culture of boxing is I'm coming forward and I'll fight anybody. Mm-hmm. So Canelo, yes, he's on paper, but how those fights happened, not so much. Not as far as Mexican Hall of Fame. He's there, but he's not one of the top five Mexican fighters of all time. Not in my book. You know, it's just. He's, he, you know. He, and you know what? I'm going to get you to say We're going to do a short on this. Your top five Mexican uh, boxers of all time. And we'll do a I, short. I would have to look at all the lists. I would have to look at the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll do it later. Yeah, we'll do it later. Yeah. yeah. yeah not, You'll not. send me a, a quick little video and I'll post yeah. a short on, on the page. But that would be a good short to post. All right. Yeah, Speaking of. Fighter. Fighter. Wow. Really good fighters, always. Good. The Mexican lineage of fighters is amazing. Um, oh, yeah. That being said, speaking of weight restrictions and speaking of great fights that we have been waiting uh, for, this is one that we had the pleasure of seeing earlier this year. And surprise, surprise, two weeks to go until UFC 294 card, and we are surprised with a second dose of great fights uh, and then, even about two days later, we got hit with the new co-main event, which made the card even that much better. So that being said, my friend, let us go ahead and start with any of the other fights, aside from the co-main and the main, and then we'll get into those. Are there any other fights or fighters you want to touch on from UFC 294? Uh, I was, you know, I was very happy about this card when it first started, Um uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to the the co-main and main, but this fight on paper because I was gonna dive deep into it before the injuries happened. This was basically Russia versus Brazil, Ooh. and I was gonna I, I had something good I was gonna do with that. You know what I'm saying? It was gonna be Vaca versus Platanos. You know, it was gonna be one of those. It was gonna be one you know good one, but we had the injuries to the to the uh, Castro and. Uh, and uh, Charles Oliveira, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. exactly, Salvador Sanchez. You see, it was a great fighter. Shout to shout to Flo. Damn. So, with that being said, you know, do you want me to go co-main or main first? How do you want me to rock with this? Uh, let's go. Let's go ahead and start with the uh, co-main. So, the co-main is the middleweight title contending shot. So, whoever actually wins this fight will get the shot for the middleweight title. And we have the returning Kamaru Uzman after losing his title in his last fight, uh, getting sent to the uh, uh, Metaverse. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that was fight four. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, anyways, he is coming on to fight Hazmat Chimaev. What are your thoughts on this uh, middleweight uh, fight? All right. Uh, so I'm a little perplexed on this one okay him and Volkanovski they're coming in on like 12 days notice so with with, with Usman versus uh Hamzat Chemaev <sighs> I love Usman he's probably the people say George St. Pierre I'll put him up there as 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 Usman is one of the best or maybe some some might say the best 170 pound fighter you know what I'm saying champion in UFC okay this guy's only lost twice in the UFC and that was his last two fights okay and the issue with him, he's 36 years old, ex-champion, first time fighting at 185, okay? And to bring in Sean Strickland, which I'm glad you did that, 
he fought Sean, Sean Strickland and beat him before Sean Strickland moved up to 185. So he beat him at 170. So that's why there's a lot of parody if he wins to fight Sean Strickland again at 185 for that belt. And he also said he'd never fight Izzy, his fellow African brother. So, you know what I'm saying? Now that Izzy's not the champion, Izzy's going to take a break. Um, Sean Strickland is open. I mean, that 185 champion is open for a, a, a free range, basically, for Kamar Usman. So he lost to Leon Edwards back to back. It was the head kick, shin to head, go to sleep. He was, he was, he was, he thought he was back in Nigeria running around. He's knocked him out cold, you know, fifth round. And excuse me, he dominated that fight the whole way. I don't know why his cornerman told him, yeah, keep it standing up. No, 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 no. Take him down, make it boring, get the belt. So he lost that fight, rematch in London. And, you know, back in March, he lost a five round. He's, he was tentative, okay? So I think if you get knocked out like that, you got to take a little, maybe eight months off, okay? Just get your mind right. Get a little longer than that. But I, I think he got, he came back a little early. He lost a five round war, even though uh, Leon Edwards was, was deducted a point. I think in the third round, he still lost that fight, the majority of the decision. So on 12 days notice, we're asking him to move up 15 pounds, 15 pounds, okay, to fight uh, Hamzat Jamayev, who is a 185-er, okay? I'll get to him in a second, but I we're early. We haven't seen a weigh-in, so I haven't seen how his body looks. I know it sounds weird, pause or whatever, but I, I want to see if he can hold his weight is he still going to be powerful at 185 the way he was at 170, okay? So, I and also, people are saying that he has a knee injury. This guy has bad knees. He's, he's been wrestling his whole life. His knees are shot. At age 36, his knees are shot. But he has a phenomenal career. He's 23-3, and three, okay? So, and he's a high-level wrestler, okay? I would say his wrestling is probably a little better than Hamzat's uh, wrestling. Now, Chemayev, let's, 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 let's slide over to him, okay? Uh Chamaya's the man, but however, he's only fought three times since 2021. Okay, this, this man has a long layoff. When the, when he hit the scene, okay, back in uh, I think it was a 2020, 2020, I believe. When he hit the scene, this man set at UFC record for quickest turnaround win, fighting two fighters in two weight classes, taking them out both in the first round in 10 days. Okay, he did that. And then I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, that's exactly, crazy. Exactly. So that's where the hype has come from. He fought two guys in 10 days and took them out in the first round. The second, and then he comes back for his third fight and fight. And this is uh, two for weight class. He was fighting at 170 and 185. And then he fought uh, uh, Gerard uh, Michert uh, in September. So he fought in July, fought again in September, and knocked him out in 17 seconds. So that's where the hype train for him started, okay, when he first uh, came to the UFC. Because people are like, why is he so big? Why is he so big? It's because he's 12-0 and 0 and 6-0 and 0 in the UFC. And those six wins came in a, a, a fast a fast pace. So he does have his layoffs, you know what I'm saying? He he hasn't fought in over a year. Um, his last fight was uh, against Kevin Holland, which is a, which was a ca- uh, catch weight. And that's because he was, fought, he was supposed to fight Nate Diaz, but he came in like eight pounds over. And Nate Diaz is like, I'm not fighting you. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put myself into that. That's where we talk about the weight classes and weight divisions. So he fought Kevin Holland and, and choked him out. The fight before that, he had a three round war with Gilbert Burns. Mm, and Gilbert yeah, Burns was, was training with uh, Kamar Usman prior to this fight being officially uh, um, 
finalized because he's supposed to fight Paulo Costa, who doesn't fight a lot, and we all know he juices well, allegedly. But uh, you know, he had a bad staff infection on his elbow. He was too busy do, trying to be Dusty Rhodes in the gym and mess his elbow up. And you know, saying he had a staff infection, had to get surgery and whatnot. So um, that's where Kamal Usman came in. Mm-hmm. And so that and that also changes the dynamic because, like you mentioned, that was just uh, you know ten days before that they find this out, two weeks before that. Um, you know, uh, uh, now he's going to have to now granted, as you mentioned, right. Usman is coming, is moving up in weight, is making his debut at middleweight from welterweight. Um, he did have his losses against Leon Edwards at welterweight. Uh, you have Chemayev, as you mentioned, also coming back into the weight class, right. Um, but being heavier than Usman, uh, even though Usman is a good counter puncher, um, you know, a uh, sort of defensive fight, a fighter that in that sort of counter counter way. Um, how do you see that last second inputting of uh, uh, of Usman as a substitution for Costa in this fight? How do you see that playing out in the decision? And also, before you go into that, were you more excited to see the Costa fight? I was because they were talking a lot of junk. Uh, they were going back and forth. They I was excited to it. see that. They, one. I was yeah. so psyched to see that fight. Um, a little, 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 little TikTok that's not going to happen. But um, you know, I was almost excited because in Abu Dhabi, uh, that's where Izzyro Alasania fought Costa and knocked him out or knocked him uh, TKO and uh, you know won the belt. So mm-hmm. you know, I was really excited to see this fight. And uh, uh, Chamzat uh, Chamayev, he he talks a lot of stuff. American folks might not like him because he's like, I want to smash everybody. Uh, when he beat Kevin Holland, he's like, I want to kill everybody. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's saying yeah. he's, he's a proud, he's a proud Muslim, so yeah. he'll say these things. And of course, the certain media folks will be like, Oh my God, he's a da da da. You know, what I'm saying yeah. so. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him just anyways because he's a great fighter. The thing about him, people are like, Oh yeah, he's from Dagestan. He's not from Dagestan. He's from a country that I'm not going to pronounce it. I can't say it, but it's east of Dagestan. He's near, but he grew up in Sweden. He 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 wrestled for the Sweden national team and has won medals for Sweden. He's he, he was out of Stockholm, Sweden. And he's moved to Abu Dhabi, changed his camp up because when he was missing weight, uh, uh, Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov had commented and said, "Hey man, you need to be around more Muslims. Get your mind right. You're off your dean. You know what I'm saying? You need to be around your people." So that way you can get your mind right in the fighting because it's embarrassing to be eight pounds overweight, seven, eight pounds of weight when you're fighting somebody like for Nate mm-hmm. Diaz. So he changed his life. I'm not sure he changed his life, but he changed his same camp when he's moved to Abu Dhabi to the Middle East to kind of be around a better influence around him to stop, you know, acting up. But in a press conference, they he said, basically, I'm a young uh, Kamaru Usman. OK, he's 29 years old. I'm a wrestler. I can strike. So he's giving him praise, but so sad. I'm gonna smash you, Usman being 36 with terrible knees. 12 day notice. Whew. You know, I mean, this is not even club banger right here. I'm, I'm going with, uh, with club I'm, bangers. I'm going hops on. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I love Usman. He's my, I'm, this is caveat too. Caveat too. I'm gonna go Hamzat. Second round. Knockout, okay. TKO, not not knocked out cold, but a TKO. But my caveat is going to be a first round Usman knockout. That's my caveat. That's a clever caveat right there. But the knockout had, by oh, Usman would be a counter like KO, like sleep, like metaverse, like he would he would put him to sleep because if he stands up and fights the way he fought against Gilbert Burns, who who can wrestle also, mm-hmm. 
I kind of give Usman the advantage, but it's still 12 days notice. Right. How That's does that short power? Right. You know, if this was a full camp, I'd go Usman. Okay. Even though he is one of the greatest fighters of his generation. He is. He is. However, he's 36 and has terrible knees. All right. Mm. So when I was 36 back in 1973, you know, I was dancing, doing boogie nights before boogie nights was a thing. And my knees are shot now in, in 2023. But that's another story. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, so Usman, I, I, I love Usman. He's one of my favorite fighters. But oh, this 12 day notice, man, that's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's that's hard. Me. It's tough. So I'm going, uh, uh, uh out. Clubs, bangers. Round. Clubs, bangers. You heard it. Second so round. Second round. TKO on punches. Uh, I'm assuming that, uh, let's see, that, that then you would have taken Mahachev over. Costa as well, or yeah, he would took he would took him because uh, uh, Paulo Costa's um, his wrestling isn't at the level of of of, of uh, Hamzat's. Hamzat's wrestling is it's pretty good. It's up there. He, he's, he's just he, he is he's just like a he's just a bigger, just a hulking man, reckless. Wow, oh, wow, hulking right. uh, yeah. competitor. Yeah, right, so <laughs> he but, but the, the caveat on that he talked about. You know the Dagestan, the 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 wrestling they do in the mountains is better than American wrestling. So of course he it is. Kind of said that they wrestle it's, bears. Exactly. Who do we wrestle over here? <laughs> we wrestle each other. They're wrestling bears out. Last, there. last time I wrestled a bear, she didn't call me back. But let's go in. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Wow. Oh Agg, if you know it. Agg, if you know it. The return of the back. Agg, A-G-G. return of the back. Wow, <laughs> just taking it back in the day. Shout out to everybody, including including my pops. What's up? What up, Rue? Salute. Good Love song. you. Thank you, Bendy Shung. Yes, thank you for being with us. Thank you for joining us. All right, that being said, that is your uh, co-main event. You had your club banger uh, of uh, Hamzat Chemaev TKO in the third round. Right? No, second round, you said. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Second, second round, or yeah. third round? Second round. And then yeah. the Clubber caveat was uh, Kamaru Uzman first round KO. Yeah. Cool. Well, that being said, we have another huge fight, the main event. Ooh. Both of these fights were huge. I mean, arguably, if we could, we could talk about the whole card. We oh, could yeah. go into Johnny Walker. We could go into, you know, um, uh, um, I can't even pronounce the guy's name, and I'm not going to try to butcher Ankalav. it. Ankalav. Yes, Ankalav. We could He's go winning. into all these other fighters that are really really great um unfortunately we don't have the time but just know that this card is stacked packed action i was gonna say action packed stacked jacked and action packed there you go that being said the huge main event is the part due of mm. al of i let me give let me give the champions due i was gonna say alexander first because i'm just so used to saying him first. Yeah, let me give the champions due first the lightweight champion islam mahachev puts up the lightweight championship against former, um, uh, or I guess he is still the uh, champion. He's still, he's still champion. Um, he's yeah, still champ. he's still champion in the in the other division. Um, he's moving up to featherweight. Excuse me, still featherweight champion. Moving up to fight uh, lightweight, but it is again on short notice. Right, two weeks plus. He's going to have to, uh, you know, uh, revise his weight very very quickly within that time frame. Um, but 
They just had the second meeting or first meeting earlier this year. So they know each other quite well from their battle earlier this year. This is a huge, huge fight. They're both considered to be number one, number two pound for pound in the world. Whoever you are, you may have them uh, there, maybe John Jones. So, my friend, what are your thoughts on this huge, huge fight? Well, just a side note, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, this man used to weigh 300 pounds and played rugby, okay? Mm. And he's the reigning and defending and dominant champion at 145. No, do not! I'm living there! Shout out to Rick and Jay Lethal, met him out in Florida. But uh, so Volkanovski, he's coming in 12 days' notice, and this is a rematch. The first time they fought was in Birth, Australia. So now they're fighting where Islam won the belt in Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. Islam's from Dagestan. You know, we're all they're all Muslims out there in, in Russia. He's fighting in Abu Dhabi with a big following. So excuse me, at the press conference, you know, everybody's booing uh, Volkanovski. Everybody's booing. The one thing, the one thing that Volkanovski said that perturbed me a little bit Hmm. was the rehydration. He said that Islam wanted 10 hours for the rehydration. So I'm not sure. I need to look more into that, but I want to know when is he having him weigh himself, okay? And how much does he have to weigh 10 hours after the fight, okay? Because Canelo, not to get on Canelo, but he does stuff like we'll weigh somebody three times a day or weigh them later in the day to kind of throw them off on their weight. Because once, you weigh, once you're weighing, you're fine. You can rehydrate, but if you're over a certain limit, then it's not a title fight no more. Or they can say, I don't want to fight you. Got so, it. So... I'm I'm wondering if he he mentioned that, but Islam's rebuttal to that was, this is just a money grab. They already had Garmat, who fought uh, Faziz uh, in September, and Faziz Mm. tore his ACL. He was trained to be the next guy, but he doesn't deserve to fight because Faziz Faziz tore his ACL. So Garmat does does not deserve to to fight uh, Islam. Islam said that, uh, why not Dustin Poirier, Uh, you know, since he beat uh, Justin Gagey. I'm sorry, or I'm sorry, why not Justin Gagey? You know, why not fight him? So Islam's basically calling uh, Volkanovski out, saying this is just a money grab for you. And if I was Volkanovski, I would say, you got dang right it is. I don't care. I'm trying to feed my family. I'm going to take this money. So, you know, they're going to give me millions to fight you. I'm going to take this. Who cares? But I love Volkanovski. This man, he's fought more recent. He fought uh, uh, Yadier Rodriguez. Uh, I want to say in February or March, he fought. He's fought this year. They their last fault was way was was early this year. Like I want to say uh, March this year. I'm sorry. Uh, Volkanovski did fight. Um, Volkanovski beat Rodriguez by a, on July. Yep, July third round. He fought TK. Yeah, so yep. he's more active. Uh, Islam was hurt, so Islam didn't fight since their last fight in March. I'm sorry, not March. It was it April? I think it was April or March um, of last year of this year. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm messing it all up. Anyways. So it was, it was April. It was April. April. See that? No, I see, man. No, I'll be, man, I'll be, I'll be honest sometimes. So, uh, yeah. So Islam, he's been training for Oliveira. 
And now he has Volkanovski, someone he's already fought. He's happy that he can close this door because of the rematch. He said the first time they fought, they were booing him and, and, and birth Australia. Um, and now they're here in Abu Dhabi um, around his people. So it's opposite. And, you know, he's kind of like uh, Hamzat Chemaev. He's like, I'm just going to smash this guy. That's how they, they love that word in, in, uh, in Russia. But um, if, if, if Volkanovski had more time, I'd be more confident to go with him. Okay, this guy. That's the, the thing. Best. that I think that's the thing that worries me the most, too. Yes. It's, he doesn't have a full it's, camp. It's, if he had a full camp. He even took him down the first fight, which he he uh, asked on all of uh, Australian wrestling, and he was able to take him down. Um, I forgot uh, my own show. We can we can curse on this show. We're not on the bottom line. <laughs> oh, we can curse. Oh shit! Yeah, we're, we're not on the bottom line. line. <laughs> shit. We're not I'm on the bottom up. line. I don't know why I keep censoring. <laughs> I keep censoring myself, and I'm like, wait, we're not on the bottom line. I don't have to censor myself. Oh yeah, well, all right, we can curse. All right, well, well uh, the motherfucker got his ass whooped. Now I'm saying, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm a big fan of Islam. This man has only lost, I think, once. His last loss was in 2015 in the UFC. This guy's on a tear. You know, he's uh. He's a younger guy at 31 years old. Volkanovski's 35. You know, he's, he says he's still in his prime, which he is. He's still knocking people out. Um, so I'm going with Islam. Clubs, bangers. Let me hear that again. Yeah, I hear, I hear. Clubs, bangers. Clubs. Oh, that stopped. Okay, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I, but all in all honesty, I, I, I got Islam, and I think it's gonna go to the deep once it gets to the deep waters to run a third or fourth round. I got fourth round Islam, uh, by either TKO or submission, one of the two. Um, I don't have a caveat for this. Uh, the caveat might caveat will be maybe uh, five rounds, but this 12 day notice. And these guys yeah. moving up. I cannot it, it for me personally, I could be wrong. That's why I'm up up against the wall. You see the bricks behind me. You know, uh I don't I I don't feel confident saying that, you know, this person definitely is, oh yeah, copy, he's gonna whoop his ass. Da, da, da. I say that for Usman because Usman like can stand up. And if Chamaya fights him, because it's not gonna be hard, it's gonna be easy to take Usman down. He's a great wrestler. So that's why I say the caveat for Usman, but for Volkanowski. I don't see it going past because he, he might he's gonna get my gas, you know what I'm saying? If it goes the caveat's gonna be it goes to decision. But yeah. I got Vulcan, I got Islam uh getting about fourth round, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, unfortunately unfortunately, as as great as all these fighters are and as good as the card is gonna be, because it's still gonna be a great card regardless. Um, it is a little disheartening that both of these uh former amazing champions are not getting a full camp. And that's yeah. I agree. Uh, with Paulo Costa dropping out of the Hazma Chimaya fight and with Charles Oliveira having the cut above his eye and having to drop out of this fight with Islam. Um, again, it just makes it really hard for anyone that does not that, to do stuff on that short of notice. Can it happen? Sure. But the majority of the time, is it going to happen? No. It's just way too hard to overcome those sorts of odds. That being said, I do agree with you. If it were to happen for Volkanovski, it would have to be a five-round decision. And even then, could he? Does he even? The mute master. 
I did. Uh, so uh, we do know he has the stamina to go five rounds, but again, short notice. And the same thing with Usman. We know that how great of a fighter he is. We know that regardless of it, regardless of his two losses to Leon Edwards, we know that he's moving up in weight. Uh, but again, sh- moving up in weight combined with a short camp just does not bode well, no matter how much you train or how, how much good shape you stay in. Um, so I agree with you on both counts. And and the caveat on that, it's not a clever caveat. If uh, the Shamaya Usman fight does go to distance, somebody will fill me at Top Golf again. That's all I gotta say. Ah, ah, by the way, that's a great time to plug our stuff. Go check us out. If you're already watching us on YouTube, smash that subscribe button, as the kid say at Ball and Buds B A L L A N D B U D S. Also, go ahead and. Uh, um, as well as subscribing on YouTube, subscribe to the Bottom Line Sports on Facebook. Uh, it's an awesome sports group where you'll find all the latest news yes, and trash talk. That being said, my friend, I am really excited for UFC 294. It's going to be a great card. We have all the boxing we ter- talked about. Now it is time to move into our world-famous Clubber D, the Combat G's mailbag, where he Ooh. takes your questions and he trashes you. He comes in, and I, I, I'm i just going to be like, hey, Clubber D, he's going to be like, what? I'm just going to do this. These nuts. <laughs> Gotti, Gotti. I've been waiting to play. I've been wow. I've been waiting to play that soundbite forever on this show. That being said, let's get started. Moving into the mail uh, bag. First mail bag question. Um, and from PFL uh, over UFC. This states Bellator just had their 300 card. A awesome card that included a lot of top headline names, uh, including uh, one of the top women champion of all time, Cyborg. She's one of my favorites, so I had to yeah. throw her in there. But we'll the mailbag, picture. the mailbag question, I, the mailbag question asks, and I'm going to ask you that for all of that. But the mailbag question asks, what are your thoughts on this uh, Bellator 300 card and Bellator's future? Well, the card was good, but. I was just a little pissed that uh, uh, Ryan Bader wasn't able to fight because he was supposed to fight, uh, uh, I think his name's Linton Vasily, a British fighter. But uh, Vasily got hurt, so that, that fight didn't happen. Um, mm. But the card wasn't bad. Uh, Khabib's brother uh, fought, fought um, and won in the main event. Um, it was kind of it's kind of funny because, uh, not funny, but when Khabib's cousin one you know they're they're staunch muslims and when he went over to the female fighters cyborg and um uh liz carmooch um we were actually on the same ship long story but um when he went to them yeah she was in the marines uh that's crazy yeah um so when he went to them he he told them i can't shake your hand because what they're wearing because you know they were in sports bra on it in the tights Oh, when you're Muslim, if you're a real Muslim, you know, a hardcore Muslim, you can't, right? You don't, like you that. don't, you just don't talk to, you don't associate, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of like how, with women, like yeah, that, like, if they're wearing like stuff that. like that, it's kind of like how when WWE goes to the Middle East, uh, they got to cover everything up, yeah, yeah, they're like fat guys going to the pool. So, you're so stupid, uh, don't you? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but like yeah, Mabel, so, Mabel, 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 <laughs> Mabel. Cut anyway. If you can tell me who Mabel is in the, in the, in the chat, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Who, if you know who Mabel is, uh, I know Mar, you're if you're watching, you're a wrestling fan. Anyways, go ahead. But uh, yeah, so yeah, that 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 fight happened. Um, so they have one or two more cards left on Showtime. No, they have one the scheduled. Out. One, they have okay, one so, scheduled. Yep, and it's gonna have a. Uh, Anthony McKee's but, son. But why would you uh, even have one more? Just go out on the 300 or Showtime making them. Showtime's like not. I mean, done. Showtime's obligated to have one more. Okay. But they could go PFL route, which is on ESPN, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got UFC and then PFL both on ESPN. That is weird. That is okay. very weird. I like very PFL's weird. concept. That's where Francis Ngannou signed. And Jake Paul will be fighting in February on PFL. Um They've got a lot of fighters over there. They got uh, Chase. She came over and fought over there. Taylor Franklin is their top, uh, or whatever. I say, is it Taylor Harrison? Harrison, Taylor Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, she lost to uh, the girl that she beat like two years in a row. But oh I yeah, like the, the, the little, uh, the little, um, yeah, little. Uh, yeah, little. <laughs> no, Brazilian. Yeah, she, 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 Brazilian. That's what I meant. Yeah, she's yeah, she, she, yeah. she, she has, she has some size on her. So but, uh, I mean, so then, th- then thinking about that, let me let me ask you a question there. Then, so uh, would it be wise mm-hmm. for PFL then to to purchase Bellator because Bellator has. All of those names, including, as you mentioned, um, Khabib's uh, cousin Usman Nurmagomedov, who is a very much an up-and-coming superstar. So would that behoove them to do that so they can compete more with UFC? So to think with PFL, they're different from UFC. They don't have normally traditional just fights. They're kind of old school. They have tournaments. Mm -hmm. And depending on what weight class you're in, it's a tournament, and then at the end of the tournament, you get a million dollars. So, with these fighters like Sir uh, Anthony Pettis, who's over there, and his brother Sergio, who's a champion at at Bellator, would it behoove you to fight these fights to get to a million dollars when you've made probably more than that, or right. you've made close to that per fight? So, I don't know the particulars how they're going to do it. Now, Francis Ngannou has signed with PFL. Uh, like I said, Jake Paul, he's he's going to fight in PFL. He's going to do his MMA in, in February, he, he announced. Uh, Amanda Serrano, Serrano, you know, I got to put that sazon on it. She's Serrano, fighting. Boricua, yepa, wepa, wepa. She's going back to MMA. She's fought in MMA before. She's going to fight at PFL as well. Uh, Carissa Shields, she's fighting uh, uh, Savannah Marshall, her nemesis in boxing in PFL. So they're mm. trying, and I love what they're doing. And also, their end of the year, which is Black Friday, is going to be their big card where all the tournaments end and each fighter from each weight class gets a million bucks. Oh, that's going to be, be in cool. D.C. That's going to be, cool. be here in D.C. Day after Thanksgiving. Okay? Oh. So, it might be another special show besides the 11th. We may we have, have to take out PFL. We may have you know to make a trip. Yeah, it, it, it's right the street. You know what I'm saying? Where is I, it at? I, I, is it at the? Is it is that Eagle Bank or why did I call it Eagle Bank? So stupid. Uh, so stupid uh, I don't know if they're at uh, Verizon or now it's called Capital One. But um, is that what it's called now? Capital One. Yeah, Capital One. Last, there's some tapping. Oh, there's some tapping. So there. Eagle on. Bank is George Mason. Then is that correct? Yeah, that's just George Mason. Oh, uh, yeah. well, you muted yourself. Keep getting emails for Eagle Bank uh, concerts, and I keep thinking that's DC. But anyways, we'll talk more about that. 
to remind me after the show because I want to ask you about Dave Chappelle as well. So, um, all right. Um, so that, uh, then, okay. Uh, so obviously, you think it would be wise for PFL to go ahead and purchase Bellator? Yeah, why uh, not? Bellator really has, I mean, they have to go somewhere. Their fighters have to go. So someone's going to have to pick them up. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, next question in the uh, mailbag uh, from The Money Getter. Shout out The Money Getter. Uh, they say uh, there is a rumor that Floyd Mayweather could fight somebody named, named, they say. That's what they said. Obviously, I know who this person is. But that's what they said. Um, Garcia, Mike, Mickey Garcia. Yes. So Mikey Mikey Garcia, he was he's a he's a good fighter. I know they said Mickey in the letter though. They 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 typed out Mickey in the letter. Well, sometimes you can't believe everybody. They be saying stuff you know, sometimes. <laughs> it's just like the person who uploaded my golf uh, swing and oh, not mine, but somebody looked like me's golf golf swing. I think it was uh, <laughs> I think it was the homie Left Foot Larry. You know what I'm saying? The homie, shout out to Larry. It's the, it's the homie and Dale shout the Snail. Out shout out to Dale the Snail too. Shout but, out um, to Dale Snail. Yeah, this is probably one of them that uploaded that. But yeah, no. Nah, uh, I, I don't like to fight. Uh, there's rumors of him, Pac, like like a flow said earlier, is Pacquiao or possibly uh, Mikey Garcia, who is a good, who was a good fighter. It's just that it's a 135 fighter moved up to 147 out of nowhere to fight Earl Spence, which is mm-hmm. another fight that Spence just said I'll fight Crawford instead, but fought a smaller person, and they fought in uh, Cowboy Stadium in, in Dallas. They fought there. Um, so Mikey Garcia, he lost that fight in his last fight against, I think it was Sandor, Sandor Martin. Yeah, his last fight he fought, he lost. So he has two losses, but he didn't look good his last fight. He has gaps in between him fighting. He's the best at 135, maybe 140. Um, but Mayweather will say, hey, I'll fight you at 154. So you're asking somebody that's not active at all, even though he's younger at what, 35, 36? He's a younger guy. Right. Mayweather's active. Mayweather stays in the gym. Even at uh, what 47, 46, whatever age he's up at. there. Now he's up there, but he's gonna say, "I'll fight you at at one fifty, one 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 forty, one fifty four. So, no, I mean that's it's a stupid, it's dumb, it's a money grab. I mean, okay, and All I right. don't like it because someone you train, Devin Haney, fights the same day in Oakland at uh the where the where the Warriors play. I think it's San Francisco now, but yeah, he's fighting Regis uh Regis Wugaru uh, uh, Progress. Shout out to so you're taking so you're taking eyes and money off of your own prospect, basically. There you go. Somebody so you're taking your own you're taking your own oh. money away. <laughs> yeah, that's how boxing. That's why boxing oh, like this. Being petty. That's craziness. Wow. All right. Well, let's finish it off. One last mailbag question left, um, and this comes from Aces Squared. Oh, it's a Las Vegas question. That's right. So, uh, this person is obviously a Las Vegas Aces fan, and while we're there, shout out. To the Las Vegas Aces for winning the WNBA championship last night over the New York Liberty. Three games to one. Uh, Asia Wilson was your finals MVP. She beasted out while uh, uh, Chelsea Gray was unfortunately and Candace Parker hurt on the bench. So uh, down shorthanded, they did beat the Liberty. Uh, Brianna Stewart had one of her uh, worst games of her career, going three for 17. Um, and uh, and just was not able to uh, Stewie. Shout out to Stewie, still a great player. But anyways, I had to mention that because this comes from this I Las Vegas question. I would say yes, okay. uh, that, that did happen, and they, they've reached the highest, almost a million views of people watching that game. And second that, wow. shout out to my mom. She's recovering right now. She had knee replacement surgery. 
okay? And my mom is a big, big time WNBA supporter. She watches the games on Amazon Prime, still for me. But uh, she watches the games and uh, me and my brother get on her all the time about the WNBA. But when it comes to supporting, it's not gonna get better until people, as in women, support them. Yes, they'll get the men to watch also, but it has to start with the women also to watch them, to get to that next level. My mom was one of the supporters. She watched, she texts me and my brother uh, all the time. She's recovering from her, her knee replacement surgery and she did watch that, that that game also. So yeah, shout out to moms, love you. Yo, shout out. I will not say her government on the program, but shout out. Uh, I love your mother. She is amazing. We used to uh, chill a lot of times and play play a lot of solitude. A lot of a lot of good <laughs> memories to be to be had uh, in there. So I hope you are recovering well, Mama. Mama we love you, and we send you the best to Clubbers, Mama. Uh, recover well. Um, all right, cool. So that being said, from Las Vegas, UFC uh, recently came out with a news story that they want to perform in two places. Uh, mm-hmm. A, they want to perform in Saudi Arabia for the first time in March of 2024, now that they see all this stuff going on there. Uh, they want to be a part of that money grab. But also, yeah, they want to perform, after they saw U2 perform at the Spear in Vegas, Dana White came out and said that he wants to perform there as well as the first uh, live kind of uh, sporting event to go from there. So what are your thoughts on uh, those uh, events? <clears throat> well, uh, fighting in Saudi Arabia, I saw the press conference today. He's uh, said Saudi Arabia, Egypt, a couple other places he wants to do. There's a lot of money out there. And Dana White said, we're in Abu Dhabi. We're not going nowhere. Remember Anderson Silva defending his, his belt against Damian Maya, one of the worst fights ever. But that was in, that was in uh, Dubai. So He's been out there for a while. You know what I'm saying? That's when uh, Frankie Edgar beat uh, BJ Penn on the rematch. So he's been out there in, in the Middle East. He wants that money. And they love him, okay? Because you got to understand, one fighting, which is out of Singapore, they're the second biggest global uh, fighting organization. They got basically wow. all of Asia on lock because they do Muay Thai, MMA, and uh, kickboxing. So they got that on lock. So Dan White's trying to ease his way over. And the best way to do it is, is uh, Dubai, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Egypt. Hey, I'm like, hey, let the fights happen. Let's go. But the only thing is, Khabib, Islam, and other Dagestan fighters, some of them aren't as big as them. So what's the draw? He's going right. to find someone local to make it bigger than, you know, to make it next level. Got it. He has fights in China, same way. So it's just, you know, I'm all for it. I love it. Just, hey, have him have the fights over there. Send me out there. You know, I'll yeah. I'm not getting the cage. My yeah, let's go. Won't let me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, let's well, go. hey, we are down. Send us out there. We'll, we'll cover it. Um, so, what do you think about the still prospect of them performing in the sphere? And did you see that yet? Oh, uh, okay. So, performing in the sphere, I put it like this. Anyway, it looks so to- cool. It looks it so looks, cool. It looks I watched cool. the YouTube thing. It was cool. It was. It cool. looks cool, but it reminds me of I told you this earlier. It, remember when surgeries they let people come in and watch them perform <laughs> surgery. <laughs> That's how kind of looked to me. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're doing the business happening down there. And they're just looking up. It's kind of like some of y'all's kids be watching what I y'all be look, peeping in the room when I'm with your mama. But anyway, so it's kind of weird how they do that. So, but but I'm all with it because if you're gonna do that, have the fight. Do like a free fight for everybody can see and have it on the sphere on the outside as well of what's going on inside. So that way everybody can see it. You know, now, so that- Stevenson. He's fighting uh, during the Grand Prix in in, in uh, Las Vegas, which is cool, but they don't care about boxing, man. 
that was a mostly uh, uh, Italians that do the, the the Grand Prix, or whatever. Mario Andretti and his cousins. They don't care about that. They don't care about watch boxing. But hey, he's still promoting, you know. So I'm all with it. So and you know, you know what they said they're going to do with that F1 race is they're actually thinking of making it so the uh, track either goes, I believe, like through it, like somehow, like they're going to like open up the doors so that the racetrack goes through or like underneath or it's just gonna so it's gonna be really cool but yeah i i i, I definitely gotta go see that uh that that thing in person at some point but right now tickets are probably massively expensive um uh and right just, now i think it's, i think it's only you two right now anyway so just a caveat on that uh the f1 racing i was i we had a car a ball and buds car but you know saying i didn't lose five pounds so i couldn't get in it because then yeah. you know the weight restrictions and you know we had, the four, we had uh the forfeit we yeah. ended up selling off the car for parts because uh, we needed the money. <laughs> I played pole position on Nintendo. I played pole position on Nintendo. Said I know what's going position. on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right on that. three right here. Hello? Black Street? Ooh, that's my name. When I used to race, they called me Black Street. The, the, the original rump shaker. It's going to get down the load. All right. Great, on great that note. We are, oh yeah, that's a great one. On that note, we are going to get down and get out of here because we got football to watch. So before we get out of here, Clubber D, what is your prediction on the game starting right now? Jacksonville Jaguars versus New Orleans Saints, and we'll get out of here. You know, first of all, I just, I just sent a text message to uh, our commissioner in our in our uh, football fantasy football league. You know, say so I let him know that uh, if Trevor Lawrence didn't go, I was going with Jared Goff. But I've had Trevor Lawrence and Et- uh, Travis Etienne. Um, so nice stack. with that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, nice stack. You know what I'm saying? I'm four and one. It's, it's five and one. It's light. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I can beat D. Screw sure you, D. Is. Love you though. But um, I put it like this: Jacksonville has proven they can win on the road. They fought. They, I'm sorry, they fought. They played back to back games in London. Okay, and then they played uh, their last game. Where was the last game? Uh, no, they played, they played both games in London. The they played both games in London, but they played again this last week. It still was a away game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So or this might be the the one. Either, regardless, they're used to playing on the road. So New Orleans defense is tough. However, they ain't play somebody like Jacksonville and, and Etienne and all them. They are rocking it and rolling. And if their car love you like a play cousin, I don't think you can do much. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to New Orleans. That was that's where we had our fancy draft. Uh, the big the big boys league. I, we we had a VA hustlers fancy draft out in New Orleans. Uh, if, if your fancy league is still doing it live, you're not a league. Do it in person. You're not a league. You're not a league. Do it in you're person. And even better than doing it in person, that's what we used to do. You need to go yeah. somewhere. You need to have a trip. We've been doing our shit for 20 years. Okay, we're, all, we're we got this on lock. All right. So unless you're doing it live, I want to hear you. But anyways, you ain't got no uh, fancy league like us. Nah, Woo! Nah, Let me get Ric Flair on there. You and I. We can't uh, hear him. I got him. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Woo! 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 Right now, you and I. All right. Yeah, shout out to everybody. Right. That's enough. I'm, I'm That's going enough with uh, Jacksonville by. We'll go nine points. Cool. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to actually go the other way because I think Trevor Lawrence, while he is awesome and they have a really great team. Um, he obviously has that knee injury that he's dealing with from last week, so I don't think he's going to be able to play uh, to his normal potential. And I do believe this being a home game for the Saints, I think that they pull it out in a close victory. But I could definitely see Jacksonville winning because I think Jacksonville is the best team there in the AFC South and primed 
for a playoff run as long as everybody can stay healthy. That being said, as long as uh, your boys stay healthy, God willing, you will see us next time on November 11th for UFC 295. Uh, manifest all the good things for us. We love you, fans. And as well, go join at The Bottom Line Sports, The Bottom Line Sports again on Facebook. Join our group, and you can watch The Bottom Line Sports Sundays and Tuesday nights. Out shout out to my main man, Flo, uh, for Bottom Line Sports. Shout out to Can- – happy birthday, Canteen. <laughs> happy birthday, Canteen. Canteen. Okay, shout out to him. All right, hot take, Jake. Look, man. Bottom line sports, you guys are amazing uh, for, for having us. You know, you guys are uh, lucky to have me sometimes, depending on my, what my publicist says. But, ah. hey, we're going to be here uh, September 11th. I, I'm sorry, November 11th. That's a Friday. Maybe is that a Friday or a Saturday? That's a definitely a Saturday. But that's okay. okay, perfect. So, yeah, big announcement coming soon uh, with, uh, with Ball and Buds. You know, I, <laughs> woo, I can't, woo. Say, I'm I can't so talk about it, but big so announcement. Excited. And remember, that's not me swinging the golf club. If you haven't seen the video, please check the sort. The sort the that short. is a that yeah, is a great go. plug. Go check out Clubber D's short. He just put. Uh, uh, just po- uh, No, but he's trying to say it's not him. He didn't post it. It was posted. Uh, I can't tell Literally. you. I actually, I, I know who posted it, but Literally. I can't say who did, and I won't tell you. And Clubber D doesn't know. Uh, but uh, he great. says that it's, he said it's not him. It could be it could be a cover up. It could be somebody else. It could be a disguise. I don't know. It could be Brandon. It could be Dale. I was no, not Dale. It's not Larry. It could be my brother. Uh, I I feel like it could be some Lamar, uh, Love Bar. It's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Derek Clubs. We got the protest going against Josh McDaniels oh, yeah. and the Raiders. Still shout out to that Guadio Abay Bajo. All the 703 boys. Josh Brown. Josh Brown. Mike Weeby. Everybody. Anybody I'm missing. We love you all. Yes, we love you all. Um, Mike Weeby. Yes, Mike Weeby. Of course. And also, hey, Omar, you know what? Well, when we started this, we had about two or three YouTube subscribers. Now we're up a little bit. Let's make it triple digits, okay? Let me get 75. Let me get 80 by the time we're done with this. By the next time I come on, all right, guys? Add us. Don't add. Don't text me and ask me when, it, when am I coming on again. If you're already a member, you would already know. But anyway, subscribe. Join us. Ball and us, Buzz. Like us. Yes, I didn't confuse myself. Ball and Buzz. Go subscribe. The Bottom Line Sports. Go subscribe, and you wouldn't have to wonder when we're coming on. What you would get is this Clubber D, the Combat G goodness. Hey, I appreciate everybody that tuned in this far. If you tuned in for five minutes, two minutes, three minutes, one minute, eight minutes, at least you tuned in. But thank you very much. And all the haters out there, your fingernails are dirty, and no one likes you. But anyways, ball and buzz. From Ball and Buds. And so, you know him, don't you, Canteen? Club of D. Club of D, baby. So, if I think, do you have his wolf sound? Do you have his intro? Right. Uh, I thought you had some new yeah. intro music for him. Well, I mean, I have the wolf sound, but I, it's like four different, uh, you know. Here, I'll get it. For just, just, just for Club of D. Just for Club of D. Okay. No, that's not the right one. <laughs> Wow, that sounded like uh, a wounded wolf, Clever D. Yeah, we can cover these face. We can cover these face. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Clever D. I'm trying to find the right one for you. There we go. That's a manly <laughs> Somebody, Somebody's here. You could not live with your own failure. Okay. Let me play the host. Little Thanos. I didn't know it would go out. Where did that bring you?
You know who's here. Back to me. And now your one, your favorite combat guy. I gotta wait for it to change. He's the one, the only. When I'm right, I'm right. When I'm wrong, I'm right. That's why you do the club's caveat. What's up, Flo? What's up, Omar? What's up, Dancing? How y'all feeling today? What up, bro? We good, man. That's what I'm talking about, my brother. Yeah, what's going on, Club of D? I love the rock music intro with Wolf. That is hilarious. I, I, I got hyped up. I was, I was about to rip the jersey off. I was about to, you know, bring it back. Like, Ooh, there we Yo, go. Why, why he? Why he? Wait, why he give you that wimpy wolf at first, though, son? <laughs> that, 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 was, that was just a baby wolf. Okay, that that wasn't a white fang. That was white small too. That was white molar right there. That wasn't white fang. That wasn't a fully grown wolf. That okay, that was the, that was the beta wolf. He was he was shooing away. He was shooing that beta wolf away for the real wolf to show up. So true. You know that wolf was in the blasphemy bunker. That is one of those pets hanging outside the bunker. Listen to those hot oh, takes. That's oh. what it is. That's what that wolf was doing. Okay, because it's all the Niners win and Trey Lance good against the Broncos. That's what that wolf was doing. My bad. Is, is that a Jake wolf? That's, that's, that's a Jake wolf right there. A little Jake wolf. Jake wolf. That's a Jake wolf. Baby wolf. D man, welcome to the show. Man, good to have you, man. So, since our uh, UFC fight expert is here, uh, at least for our show, for sure. But the expert, all-around expert, never wrong, always right. Even if he's wrong, he's right. Right. Get over it. Right. All right. So, actually, with his new clever caveat, he is always right, baby. Yeah, he is always right. Exactly. Omar, you guys want to do the UFC? Review? Yeah, yeah. Let's go into UFC, but first let's say Texas sucks. We forgot to say that they almost let Houston come back to beat them. <laughs> they did. I mean, they did. Let's they not forget that. Them beat them, we yeah. know you're not here, Hot Take Jake, but we're still talking about you. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, All right. yeah, let's get into the UFC. So UFC... Uh, 294 was this past weekend. Thank you all for joining Clubber D and yours truly for our combat sports special. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, up shout my out. There. We had 150 uh, viewers at my last check, which was a couple days ago. So thank you to all of you. Go ahead and subscribe at Ball and Buds to stay up with us. Our next one will be November 11th. Fight. That being said, and you guys come this- on the Bottom Line Sports as well. So and we do. Yeah. So go sign up to Bottom Line Sports. 
subscribe yes. at Why the bottom of sports. Yeah, at the bottom line. Subscribe yeah. the bottom there you line go. There you go. That's right. There you go. So UFC Bruh. 294 had two really big <laughs> bouts. We had the co-main event and the main. So we'll start with the co-main event. Clubber D, we talked about this one. Kamaru Usman, <clears throat> a champion, an all-time great, went up, moved up, excuse me, in weight. Uh, to middleweight to fight Kaz, Haz, Hamzat, excuse me, you got, Hamzat, you got yeah. that right, uh, uh, Chemaev for the middleweight title contender to go against Sean Strickland. My friend, this was a fantastic bout. I know that you thought Chemaev was going to knock him out, uh, but Usman was able to go the distance with his counterpunching and his wrestling. What yeah. did you think about this fight, my friend? Uh, first of all, this, besides the uh, Johnny Walker fight, which was a no contest, which was kind of dumb, terrible officiating. But oh, terrible! Oh. I forgot about that. I was Russia. That. I, will, I will say this: it was it was, it was going to be without the injury. The Russian judge. It was a Russian versus a Brazil main card, and Russia won. Okay, they, they swept. You know what I mean? From, wow. from, from and they all. Never mind. I'm not gonna say the joke. But anyways, okay. they, all, they all look like cousins. They all. <laughs> All of them got the Abe Lincoln joint. All of them got the Abe Lincoln joint. But, oh, um, wow. They really I, do. They do. I, I will say this. Uh, no contest. Why was that one draw no contest? Uh, because it was a legal knee to the head. And the, the when the ref went to go talk to Johnny Walker, he said, he's good. He's good. The ref goes, uh, I, I don't think he can fight. I hate to do the accent. But the ref just <laughs> called it. You know, it, the, yeah. the, the, the doctors told the ref fight. something. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, was, you know it was what terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but the crazy part about it is, is that yeah. there's always like Clubber, like Clubber D. Tell me if this is true. When you have the Russian judge, and then you have a fighter from, I think he's from Brazil or some, uh, yeah. right, Spanish-speaking country or something. Yeah. Um, th- there's going to be that language to speak. The so when he comes, yeah. so when the doctor comes up and says, "What country are we in?" How do you even know he understands what you're asking him? What is right. he supposed to yeah. say? Yeah. Abu Dhabi is like, am I in Abu Dhabi? I'm in here. It's like, are you, is he supposed to say UAE? Like, what exactly is he supposed to say? Right. Does he know <laughs> any of the country's names in the Middle yeah, East? So like, right, he's, right. He's Brazilian, right. trains in Ireland, and, and fighting in Abu Dhabi. So how is this going to, like, come on now. Right, right. Well, yeah, that was well, he had his wits. But back to the main event, the real the real story of this is. Come um, in, come in. The, the, the real story of this is how Kamaru Usman came in on 12 days notice, 15 right. pounds ahead of his normal weight, mm-hmm. and went the distance with a buzzsaw. And how yeah. uh, Hamzat looked when he should have steamrolled him. So mm-hmm. me personally, it's more on, I want to see this with Kamaru Usman having a full training camp. And Ooh, okay. I want to see them running back because that performance, Hamzat okay. doesn't deserve a, a title shot to me. Oh, he, did, okay. he didn't do enough wow. to me. That's just my personal opinion. So you think that's Usman's play to ask for a rematch or does he go back to his weight class? Uh, not, to, not to sneak peek in the, in, the, in the main event, but... It's a difference between 12 days affecting one person, 12 days right. affecting another person. Right. Yeah. Usman looks solid. He looked like, okay, yes, I belong at this weight class. I can put the Maybe weight on. Maybe he should stay there? Yeah, I think he should stay there. At age 36, just go ahead and move okay. up. It's a big jump for 170, 185, but he looks mm-hmm. good. And he, he proved that, you know, first first round was cool. He got dog walked. So maybe but, his first uh, play is rematch. As for a rematch. I would say do a rematch. He got a lot of money okay. for this 12-day notice fight, but do a rematch okay. for sure. Okay. You know what? That makes a lot of sense because Chemayev, as you mentioned, didn't have the dominant performance that we expected it to, and because Usman put on such a good performance, I think that's a great, a great point. I think they should run it back, but he does. It, I mean, Dana put himself in a back himself into a corner by saying it was a title contender. So now, doesn't he have to fight Strickland? It depends how Dana wants to look at it. Uh, Dana can. Does Dana say, usually go back on his word like that, or uh, he does. It depends if you're a, a, a part of the part of the clique. 
sort of say with ah. Dana White. So, mm. uh, but mm-hmm. I see he'll probably push Tremaine against uh, uh, Sean Strickland. He'll probably push okay. that. Right. All right. Well, then the main event is Mahachev versus Alexander Volkanovski. You know, as as great as all these matches are, as great as these two matches were that we really wanted to see and we really loved these fighters, it was unfortunate, as Clubber D mentioned, that both of these fights, fighters had to take on short notice. Um, so mm. I will let him get more into that. But even on short notice, in my eyes, uh, Mahachev with a second victory over Volkanovski has now proved himself to be the pound for pound best in the world. You can argue John Jones. We'll see what happens in December. Yeah. Uh, right. But Mahachev didn't just beat him. And now, granted, leg kicks can be uh, lucky, uh, right? Yeah, it wasn't but he, but he, but he beat him. He beat him. He knocked him out with a head kick, leg, a leg kick to the head. My friend, what are your thoughts about this and both fighters going forward? Well, I mean, that wasn't look. That was I was just smell my shin and you get woozy. Now, what I will say is this. Now, I said this when we when we uh, did our did our thing and did a podcast a couple days uh, prior. I didn't see Volkanovski's weight. I didn't see his body pause if necessary. He looks hella doughy around the midsection. You can't, he, though he's coming up 10 pounds opposed to Usman's 15 pounds. He did not look fight ready to be, to fight at 155. He looked very doughy. So mm. I knew when I saw him at the weigh-in, I was like, oh, no, he's not going to win. He's not going to win. He, he wasn't going to win. I, I already knew it. And um, I was shocked it was a knockout. I thought it was just going to be more of a ground and pound TKO, but. I was crazy. Uh, I, I mean, it. I can't fault Volkanovski for doing this, but then again, it's like damn you, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Okay, yes, you took it on twelve days' notice. You got in there, got knocked out, so that's the excuse of saying, "Oh well, I need a full camp." And then for Islam, it's oh, I got another title defense, but it's against a guy, another champion, but at twelve days' notice. So, right, I think he should have fought Garmat, who was who's training to be the backup anyways for this fight. But Dana right. White, they, you know, Volkanovski made some money uh, going over there. Right. Okay. So what's uh, Volkanovski's next next play here? Does he just retire? Or you think he just keeps uh, one? Volkanovski goes here? down to defend his uh, right. his featherweight against uh, Taporia. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, uh, like I said, Flo, he, I don't think he's going to retire because he likes it. He was talking about mental health towards the end of the fight, that right. he likes to stay active, he likes to like fight. He's 35 so. now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's he's, 30, he's up there, but, yeah. you know, if, he, if he's just stay at 155. That I'm sorry, 145, that's that's his weight class. That's where he's dominant. That's where he's the goat at. Right, okay. By uh representing, I think, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia is where he's from, but right. that's the big fight. That's the money fight at that weight class. So go back okay. down, beat him. And then, then retire off, the, yeah. off in the sunset. Yeah. Retire or, or campaign at 155 permanently. You, you can't go up and down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. That's yeah, fair. That's my opinion. But do you think he will eventually get another shot at Mahachev down the line since he didn't have a full training camp? I think Islam will maybe fight one or two more times at, at 155 and then move up. Oh, be, okay. He'll, he'll probably beat Khabib's record and be the more dominant person, one best 155 ever because mm-hmm. uh, everyone thinks Khabib is. Um, what he is. And then he'll go. I, think he'll, I was he going to say, I think you thought that too. Yeah. Well, he, he is. He is. He's, he is. All right. Okay. So if Mahachev, that's a great question. If Mahachev was to beat his record, would you vault him above uh, Khabib as one of the best of all time or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You got anything, Cam? <clears throat> nah, man. I'm good, bro. I'm just listening to them. I'm good, bro. Taking in the knowledge from the combat. G. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you got? Wrap this up, Omar. What do we got? That's it. That's all it. Right. Uh, next well, one is... November 11th. So check us out November 11th. Subscribe. If you guys want to make money, if y'all want to make money on anything, bet the house on on Tyson Fury on Saturday. Francis Ngannou is 
it might go six rounds. It might go six rounds. That's what I'm saying. It might go six rounds. And what what's your main case you're making for that? I mean, your main reason. I, I saw I saw Francis Ngannou spar, uh-huh. and there's levels to boxing. Okay. He's great MMA, but when it comes to boxing, right? He he has he has a puncher's chance. I'll just say that. Okay. Th- these aren't three ounce gloves. This is these are. 10 ounce boxing gloves right difference okay that's fair mm. all right go go make some money on the tyson fury fight yeah i mean canteen you think he's crazy on here i mean in person oh, I, I, i'm already trying to prepare for canteen i'm already Omar, you, you gotta take some video this guy goes up to complete strangers oh, and ask him who you got here we go random stranger and then if, the if they say that if they say the eagles he'll say trash right to their face so hopefully we don't get any fights or anything so but i mean <laughs> you know the thing about canteen though the thing about canteen is he does it in such a way that you just smile and laugh at him i mean he's just he's just crazy and so it's, it's fun it's a fun time canteen's a great guy to go out and uh go to do some sports stuff and he's he's, he's a good guy but he's gonna he's gonna be crazy it's gonna be turn up uh so it'll be fun time uh, look for that on the weekend of the Eagles and the Cowboys uh, home game there. We're going to be there. The bottom line sports will be there and be in full effect on that day. I also have a couple of score updates if you would like. Yeah, go ahead. Give me the score updates and we'll get out of here, man. So the Nuggets beat down the Lakers 119 to 107 by 12. What? Take that, Jake, wherever you are. Oh. Yeah, like we didn't see that one coming. Exactly. Uh, and then uh, the Diamondbacks are now up 3-2. to two. On the field, going into the seventh wow. inning, it is becoming a great game. I told y'all Diamondbacks are going to lose to the Rangers. I told y'all that in, in the World oh, Series. Wow. If you like the NHL, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the NHL, they're having the frozen frenzy tonight. Every single team is playing tonight, and it's NHL. scheduled 15 minutes apart, so they're showing like a red zone type thing on. Right, ESPN. right, okay. Yep. All right, thanks everybody. Thanks, Weber D. Uh, thanks, and Jake, you had to take off early. We always enjoy the Wolf Cover D coming into the house. Part of, he's part of the he's part of the bottom line sports family. Ball and Buds, go go subscribe over there, Omar. They have a great at Ball and Buds, B A L L A N D B U D S, and at the Bottom Line Sports. Come join our Facebook group. And now, a programming update on YouTube at Ball and Buds. Join us live at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, on November 11th for UFC 295. Uh, Manifest all the good things for us. We love you, fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe. At Ball and Buds, B A L L A N D B U D S. Please go smash that subscribe button, as the kids say. Uh, comment, like, watch videos, do all that. Clubber D's on there. Mike Weeby's on there. They're all hilarious. Because we know that it would not be possible without your support. So thank you again. Also, make sure you do all that other good stuff. Tell your friends about the podcast. Share it. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Bada bada bing bada bing bada boo. And also hit us up at our email, ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. By the way, since you're listening to this podcast right now anyways, why don't you just go ahead and do us a favor? 
Go ahead. Go down on the phone you're listening to us on there. I'm going to wait for you to do it and walk you through it. Uh, now I want you to go to your YouTube app. If not, then type in YouTube on your interwebs browser. Then what I want you to do is type in after the URL at ball and buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, or on your YouTube app, just search ball and buds and you will find us. Then I want you to click on the live tab on the channel because that way you can find the scheduled live pre-shows before they happen or any other live shows we have in the future. So make sure you're always uh, checking there. If you're not, and you should be uh, subscribed to be notified. So while you're there, go ahead and as the young kids say, smash that subscribe button. Uh, give your boys to subscribe, give your boys uh, a like. So anyways, and then hit the notify me button. Message. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. And we want everyone to join us. So please download, like, listen, share all over your social media. Until next time, stay safe. Take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love. The Omar way. Holla. Five thousand.